Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I'm your host, Daydon Tolbert. This is our post, our annual post Fourth of July special, where, as you guys may remember, you know, every year right around this time we do a, uh, you know, a special on, um, you know, uh, the, the holidays, the, you know, the cookouts, the fireworks, the, uh, you know, the games, the lies, the manipulation, all that stuff that often can be associated with, you know, big holidays, you know, especially holidays that are very, uh, what I call public holidays, you know what I'm saying, uh, when we get into dating, when you get into relationships, you know, the holidays like Christmas, Thanksgiving, that require a lot of FaceTime, a lot of, you know, spending actual, you know, time together, um, you know, we, we, you know, there's a lot of drama, you know, there's a lot of... Um, Questions. There's a lot of confusion in, in many cases. So uh, what we want to do tonight is we want to just go back to basics, ask the Don Advice Mondays, and, and, and talk about some situations that you guys have experienced. Um, you know, some situations. You know, some situations that may need clarification, and um, that's what we're going to do tonight. Um, you guys are welcome. This is, you know, like I said, Advice Hour, Advice Monday, Ask Day Nine Advice Monday, where uh, the phone lines are open all night long, six four six two zero zero. Zero three six six. We're gonna definitely take some comments, some questions, and um, you know, talk about the issues that you guys have expressed an interest in. Uh, we're also going to get into uh, some of this week's, last couple weeks actually, uh, emotional availability pop quizzes and the results of them. Uh, we're gonna kind of dissect them a little bit. I know there's been a lot of, um, you know, conversation uh, over in the uh, the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group about some of these. Um, you know these situations, and um, we just want to talk about it. You know, help help you guys see what's going on inside the mind of a, of a man. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, tonight, uh, and Courtney's here with me tonight. We'll hear from her in a second. But um, you guys may remember we're you know maybe about a maybe a minute or two behind. If you guys are actually you know what I'm saying we're prompt this evening, you may say, well, well, you know what was going on? You know, maybe I had a little problem calling in. Well, <laughs> there's a reason for that. Let me just preface this you know over the last several weeks we've been taking the show several months actually but really taking the show in a different direction um or, you know a, a, a very biblically based direction a, a very spiritual based direction. i mean still you know keeping it re- as real as always but you know really just incorporating the the bible and um talking about some issues that are not politically correct not socially correct straight from a biblical perspective you know we've been doing this bible challenge um, over the over the last uh, several weeks, and um, you know, there's some people who don't like that, okay. And uh, I heard some things tonight when I was uh, trying to to you know to log into the system, and you know, just just crazy stuff, man. So I would just advise y'all, man, you know, which which caused the the delay. I'm talking about in ten years, stuff I've never heard or seen trying to log into the system and just get situated. I know what I'm doing here with, from a technical standpoint, you know what I mean? But I'm, hey, listen, like, if y'all hear some technical difficulties to see something going on, understand that it's some things outside of my control. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, this show goes away unexpectedly or you can't log on and it's just dead or whatever happens. I'm just telling you now, understand there's a reason for it, and you know what that reason is. So we'll do what we do as long as we can do it. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Just know what what it is, man. Courtney is here with me tonight. Courtney, what is going on with you? Hey, how you doing? Oh, you know me, Courtney. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited about tonight's show. As we talked about earlier, we said, you know, you know how these shows get when it's been a little while, you know, when, we're, when we haven't done a, a live show in a few days, you know, when we come back, you know how it gets. The people know how it gets. So, uh 
You ready for a good one? Yes, I am. I am. Let me ask you something, Courtney. How was your uh, your holiday? Any any new developments? You know, inside joke for all the you know people who who we uh, you know who do <laughs> private counseling. Just a little insider. If you don't know what that's about, you know, uh, shoot me an email. Ask they dot it. TRCToday.com or you know uh, But Courtney any new developments This week I It was pretty cool you know My holiday was pretty cool um, I pretty much relaxed It was um, the apartment Complex next to me they were having Like this uh, barbecue and I Started to go over there and act like I lived there Just for the free food but I didn't uh, really? I didn't do that Really Courtney <laughs> Yeah, but I did. I did. I went to my grandma's house, but uh, that was, was cool. That's what's up. Yo, you guys had just on a on a more serious note. You guys had a really violent weekend up there in the Chicago area. I heard something like sixty people were shot. Like some just something crazy. I mean, what's going up there up there in the, in the windy city? Yeah, I hate to say that's normal um, here, but it, it is. I mean, it's not even. Shocking anymore. Just every summer, just really all the time. It's just the um, crime rate is horrible. Just murders left and right, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, it, I mean, unfortunate is an understatement. I mean, it, it's just sad. It's it's disgusting. You know, it's deplorable. You know that we are a people, the most violent race. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you guys have never heard any of our shows on that topic, whether it's gun violence in America, you know, race relations in America, our special on Kwanzaa and the and the seven principles and the real meaning of Kwanzaa, you know, where we really get into uh, you know, the black community and uh, you know, where we what we excel in, but also some areas where we struggle, where we have to do better, you know, and that's just one of the issues right there is is uh you know, it's just violence, you know, like like really just Ignorance, you know. I mean, it's just so much ignorance in our in our inner cities, you know. Just us as a whole, and uh, we really have to do a better job of uplifting each other, you know, like sticking together. You know, you look at, you know, um, look at other races, you look at other cultures, you know, who really do a, a great job of, of supporting and uplifting and encouraging each other. But uh, we are out here killing each other, and then have the audacity to. You know, to to you know, point the finger at the quote unquote white man, or you know, and look at all the uh, extenuating circumstances for why we can't you know succeed and excel as a people. I and mean, it's just all foolishness. It really starts in our own backyards, and we have to pull up our pants. We got to get off the food stamps, get off the welfare, stop making excuses, do what you have to do for your families. You know, stop killing each other, stop robbing each other. You know, just stop, just stop it. You know what I'm saying? Just just stop. You know, and uh, and so, we'll, but you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we have a, um, you know, we always do an annual Martin Luther King, um, you know, where are we now? You know what I mean? As far as how, uh, you know, living the dream and, um, you know, realizing dream, how far we've come, how far we still have to go. We'll do that one, you know, um, and we'll continue to talk about this issue. But yeah, I just wanted to shed some uh, some light on on that as we start off tonight's show. Lot to lot to get into. Uh, many of you guys uh, joined us over the holiday weekend for our our uh, best of between brothers. Many of you know over the last what, what, Courtney, what, what a couple months or so, Osho and I have 
have really done some um, some just uh, really you know and just real, real quick shout out to everyone who's uh, you know listened to those shows and complimented and just you know reached out privately and said wow you know what thank you you know for introducing us to Ultra for you know for doing this new show that we do on Sunday nights now and um, you know just uh, talking about you know Noah and you know I mean how many I mean you know what you know going through the Old Testament whether it's Exodus. Leviticus, we're in Deuteronomy now. Um, you know, we just did an all to one of our highest rated shows ever was it Between Brothers, which was our recent special on uh blocking your blessing. Uh, you know, with sex, specifically with with sex and our most recent one, um, blessings for obedience versus punishment for sin. So I mean just so many um in, you know, any any quick thoughts on any of those um shows that we've been rebroadcasting over the last week or so, Courtney? Well, you know, I I really do enjoy the Between Brothers shows. It's just very, um, it's just very a very good show, and it just really makes you think and just really um, self reflect. And so I really enjoy hearing the both of you, um, and I hope you continue to do that. Continue to do those shows. Yeah, one of the absolutely. Um, in fact. We're not. It's funny. I, I tell you know, Osho's a busy guy. You know, he's a he's a pastor. He's a minister. He's a husband. He's a father. You know, like as if I don't have enough going. on. I mean, he has a you know a whole lot going on. So I was telling him like, yo man, the people are talking like that. We got to come back. When's the next live show? He's like, look man, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I got this. I was like, all right, cool. No, no, I know what it is. You know, but so we. I think the next one is going to be on the 29th, I believe. If that's a. Uh, a Sunday, if I remember correctly, I believe, yeah, we're going to do um, a show on the, I'm sorry, the 27th. We're going to be doing the next live between brothers. But that doesn't mean, like, I, I'm going to, like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like what we've been doing. I like what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? I like how it feels. You know what I mean? So, and you guys seem to like it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, still, like, we're going to do, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're going to do. Like, tonight is going to be one of those nights, you know what I'm saying, that you guys are used to. We're going to have some fun tonight. But um, I'm going to get back to, um, like, doing, like, a similar type of show on uh, over the next couple of days, actually, on uh, uh, in uh, Deuteronomy, where we're going to be talking about not forgetting where you came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times people, um, they, they get certain blessings, and then they forget who gave it to them. You know what I mean? And so we're going to be in, like, the, the early chapters of uh, of Deuteronomy, which is really, if you guys are not caught up in our Bible Challenge it basically is like a, um, I call it like the cliff notes, you know what I'm saying, for, for you know, for Exodus, Leviticus, it kind of gives you a recap of everything that's happened. It's Moses recapping everything, you know, as far as their journey goes. And so it's really, um, um, it's it's just great. So we're going to be doing that in one of the next uh, next live shows, as well as our special on Think Like a Man. You know, I didn't forget about that. We saw the movie. We're going to talk about that, Courtney and I. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the next Between Brothers is actually going to be on, um, you know, uh, on the 27th. Me and Osher are going to come back, and we, he has a whole – I might just chill. I might just, like, be in the cut somewhere and let Osher do his thing, man, because he's, he's hype about it. He, you know, we we really want to do this show on, um, like, astrology and yoga and, you know what I'm saying, a lot of stuff that really is not of God and what the Bible says about it. So um, definitely is. A lot, a lot, a lot going on. We still got our show coming up on what black women want in a man. You know, we got that show coming up. So, um, just a lot going on, Courtney. I'm excited. What can we talk about tonight? Shall we? Shall we talk about the BET Awards? Is that cool? Is that cool to do? 
Yeah, we can. You know, can we talk about these long, colorful weaves that have been that I've been seeing over the last week, all, all crazy out here? What, what, <laughs> what is going on, Courtney? Let's. I mean, start off like that because this is for y'all, man. Like this tonight show, we got to talk about what's actually happening. We might be here till midnight tonight. I'm just getting warmed up. We might. You know what I mean? I'm just telling y'all. We might be here a while, but I w- it was you know over the holiday weekend. And I'm just seeing stuff. You know, I'm 36 years old. I'm seeing a lot of stuff out there. I'm seeing long weaves. I'm seeing colorful weaves. I'm seeing butt cheeks. I'm seeing nipples. Like, nipples are like the new accessory now. It's just like, it's like, oh, what, what, what earrings you going to wear with that shirt? Now, they're talking about how you going to show your nipples off with that shirt. I'm like, whoa. You know, what, what, what part of the game is that? What is going on, Courtney? Why, what, is, what are you seeing you know, amongst your 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 sister, you know, sister girls out there, your sister friends, your your female counterparts. What what is this new epidemic that's that's overtaking us? Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy out here. I've seen the same thing. Just the different color hair, uh, revealing clothes. Um, you know, no panties. It, it's just like ridiculous. It's it's really ridiculous, and you can tell it's done intentionally, obviously, you know, to get male attention. The funny part is I've seen women wear those, like, types of things, like, you know, the revealing clothes and all that stuff, and then have enough to get mad when a man wants to say something disrespectful to her. Well, what did you think was going to happen? You want yeah, the attention. And, and th- right. And that's what we got to talk about, you know, because as we get into, you know, like I said, we're, this is like a, a post you know, Fourth uh, of July, you know, special Ask the Don Advice edition, and you know, there's a lot that goes along with that. A lot of games, a lot of disappearing acts. I call it the Wesley Snipes syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Disappearing acts, like you, you hear from them on that. You know, like what was Fourth uh, of July? It was Friday, so you heard from like Monday or Tuesday, and then you didn't hear from to like the following, you know, Tuesday. It's like, whoa, you know, what happened to you? Well, the re- there's a reason for that. You know, there's a reason for that. In fact, online I was saying, you know, if you, you know, felt like you had some plans with somebody, you know, and uh, and you know he all of a sudden you didn't hear from him, or you, I said, in fact, I'll read it. I said, ladies, if you're not sure what plans he's made for the two of you for this Fourth of July, that's because there are no plans. He's playing you and will most likely be spending the holiday with someone else. Don't waste the best years of your life dealing with a man that you clearly have no future with. You deserve better than that. Okay? See, and we're going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? But we've got to get into the, the, the root cause of that. We've got to talk about, you know what I'm saying, the behind-the-scenes stuff that's not, you know what I'm saying? Okay, oh, yeah, you know he disappeared. You know he was playing games. You know he just wanted sex. All right, yeah, he hits you up the, the, the next day at midnight, you know what I'm saying, trying to, trying to smash and getting back into that sexual groove that you guys have, you know, that sexual rapport that you've developed over the last several weeks. It's like, okay, but why did he disappear? Well, the reason for that is he's not taking you seriously, Okay. You know, you get and it goes back to a lot of the stuff that we talk about every day on this show. You know, like the hair. If a man can, see Fourth of July is for friends and family, close friends and family. He's gonna be bringing the people over who he's, you know, who he sees a future with, who he's serious about. He can, if a man can't take you seriously, ladies, he, why would he spend his holiday with you? If he's not planning on wifing you up, why is he gonna bring you around his mom, his grandma, his auntie? 
you know, who, his his homies. Like, that's, nah, you're good for Tuesday night, but there's no reason to, to chill with you on the holiday. For what? You know what I'm saying? He's not going to have sex with you at the cookout. So why chill with you during the cookout? He'll chill with you before the cookout. He'll chill with you after the cookout. If you want to be chill with at the cookout, you got to be, do what we say. You got to take that weave out. You got to lose the colors. You got to put the nipples away. You got to put the butt cheeks away. That might have got his attention, but that's not going to get you walking down the aisle. That's not going to get you wifed up. You know, I always say sex will never help you keep a man. Okay? It'll never help you keep a man. It won't even help you get a man. It'll help you get the attention of a man. Because I'm not going to lie. You see little guys see some butt cheeks walking walking down, down the street. I mean, it's like, whoa, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just we as heterosexual men who all struggle with sin, we're all going to look. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, depending on where you are, you know what I'm saying, then you may, they may take it to another level. You know, and that's just being a man. Anybody who says otherwise is a lie. But as far as what we actually want, that's where there's a disconnect. There's a serious disconnect with what turns us on, so to speak, versus you know, and and what we actually want in a wife. Okay, men like that. If I can say this, that plain Jane look, that classy, sexy look, that beautiful look, as opposed to the slutty look. You know what I'm saying? It's, and I'm just being honest with y'all. Like that Claire Huxtable. I, I was watching, uh, what was it? I think it was the BET Awards. And uh, Felicia Rashad was on there. I mean, she looks just like Claire Huxtable. Like she, that, you, did you see her on there, Courtney? She, I mean, she looks the same. Yeah, I, I saw. I did. I'm just looking like, yo, this is a beautiful woman. I might even say to Danny, I'm like, yo, she looks really good. Not not good for her age, but she looks really good. And I'm just telling you, if y'all saw it, that's what these men want. Because what you got to think about is what we're thinking about. We're not thinking about that night. A lot of women are dressing for the night. We're thinking about 10 years later. You know what I'm saying? 15 years later. What are you going to look like then? If we can't picture you looking like that, then it's like, you know, all right, well, let me just enjoy it for the night. You know, I mean, and we can get into what the Bible says about, you know, just the, the uh, expensive clothing and the braided hair and the not giving your your, your jewels, you know, to, you know what I'm saying, the, the swine and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you just got to respect yourself, because there's a lot of sluttiness out here. I mean, we got to be honest about it. There's a lot of sluttiness going on out here. And these men, they, they, they're, they see, they're not going to turn away you know, just just stuff that's put right in their face. You know, you gotta you gotta give us something to want. You know, like you can't give a, a baby nothing but candy. The, the baby's gonna take the candy as much as you give him the candy. I can give my daughter chocolate chip cookies every single day. You know what I'm saying? She would eat them. French fries and nuggets every single day. I said, "What do you want for dinner?" She said, "French fries and nuggets." I said, all right, well, you're not, you're not, actually she had that tonight, but she's not going to have that tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? She didn't have that yesterday. So it's just a matter of, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can give it to us, you can put the booty on display, but is that what he really wants? Is that what he needs? Or do we want a wife, a woman who we can bring home to mom, a woman that we can love and cherish and respect? You can't get mad at a man for, 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 
you know, hitting it and quitting it if you let him hit it. I mean, is that I think that's fair, Courtney. What do you think? Yeah, it it is, but I think or I know that we set high expectations. It's like we a lot of us, you know, want to put out, you know, that sexual vibe but still want to be taken seriously. Like we want to have our cake and eat it too. This chick wanted to debate with me. I said uh, online over the weekend, I said, bad chicks. I really, I didn't really mean bad chicks, though. If I could be real, you got to listen to our old school show uh, from several months ago on bad bitches, actually. Because, I mean, there's no need to sugarcoat it. Because that's what y'all call yourselves, right? You know, I mean, not y'all that listen to the show. You know, you know <laughs> those other women, you know. They, they, that's the term. <laughs> it's bad bitches. I'm a bad bitch. Well, you know, yeah, bad bitches get attention. Beautiful, classy, respectable women get married. This chick wanted to debate with me on my, I think on the, on the fan page, talking about some, I disagree. Talking about some, yeah, and then they go ahead and cheat with the, cheat on those beautiful, classy women with the bad bitches. And, and, and I'll be honest, that's often true in many cases. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole nother show, you know, as far as why men cheat. You know, men definitely do cheat, but there are reasons for that. Even if it's not even through no fault of that woman, but even if it's just you're attracting, you know, a, a liar, a dog, a cheater, a man in the player stage, a man in the dog stage, well, then, yeah, he might have a beautiful, classy woman, but then go ahead and cheat on But that's a whole other show. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to you one way or another, how you present yourself. You trying to look like Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, or you want to look like Felicia Rashad? Which one do you aspire to uh, to, to be like, Courtney? I want to look like Felicia Rashad, me personally. And why? And why is that, Courtney? What what qualities? What do you take away from how she presented herself and still presents herself? She's just always been very classy, just um, a natural beauty. It's not like she's trying so hard. You know, she's just. She's just being herself, and she's comfortable in her skin. I, I just I love how she carries herself. Very respectable. I've never seen her dress, you know, all crazy. You know, she covers up. I mean, it's a lot of things, but I do admire her. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think we all should. There in today's society, there are very few examples of just you know timeless beauty. You know, and she's one of them. So just wanted to focus on that for a little bit. Um, in fact, one of the things I said online was, um, you know, bottom line is, ladies, if a man isn't passionate about building a future with you. See, and I think a lot of times women, um, some many of them which I work with privately through counseling, you know, have lost faith in not only in God but just in the existence of what we call elite men, what we call true men of God, men who will be passionate. You know what I'm saying? You look at me, you look at how I treat my wife, you look at how a lot of some other guys that you guys may know, Osho, how he treats his wife, his family. You see, you hear passion in my voice. When you look at Instagram, you follow me on uh, Facebook, you know, you see these pictures, you see, you know, quality time. You know, you see passion. You know, it's not like, oh, boy, let me chill with this chick. You know what I'm saying? I got to do this. You know, no, that's not passion. You, you know, he's just there to be there. It's like, oh, boy, let me just go ahead and, you know, I got to go chill with her tonight. You know, you, that's not what you want. 
that's what you may have experienced. That's what you may be settling for currently, but that's not really what you want. You want the passion. That's why I said if he's not passionate about building that future with you, then you shouldn't be wasting your time with him. You know, you, you and you certainly shouldn't be giving your body to him. I mean, can we talk about for a quick second why there are no men out here who are willing to tell black women to just keep their legs closed and stop letting these men smash? You know, why are pastors afraid to talk about sex? Why are some of the Between Brothers shows that we've done, the six or seven or however many they've been, how come I've never heard sermons on any of those topics, and, ha- and many of you either? That's the problem. You see what I'm saying? Like, nobody's talking about the truth. Everybody's worried about ratings. Everybody's worried about tithes and offerings. Everybody's worried about being politically correct, not hurting feelings, selling books, selling T-shirts, selling coffee mugs. You know what I'm saying? Being a celebrity or something like that. It's not about that. It's about the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's about telling, making people feel uncomfortable. Y'all think I care when I put these posts up there and they get no thumbs up? I don't care about that because I know it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? There's the stuff that, that really hits you in the gut is not going to feel good. It's not going to get thumbs up. It's not going to, uh, oh, Eric, let's go ahead and be his friend. Let's do, no, no, I'm not worried about that. I got everything I need. Trust me. You, go, you guys go on my face. I don't need thumbs up. Believe that. I don't need ratings. I don't need to advertise. I don't need not one thing. I live in the house I want to live. I drive the car I want to live. I got my son on the way. I got my daughter. I got my wife. I got you guys who listen, my core audience. I need nothing else in life. So now, from now on, it's all about keeping it real, telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's just what it is. Courtney, why is it such a problem for specifically for women to avoid letting these men have sex with them who are not passionate about building a future with them? Right. I mean, that's a that's a really good question. I mean, it, it has so many answers, but I just know, just for me personally, I mean, it was just all about, you know, something was better than nothing. You know, just having um, a piece of a man was just better than nothing at all. And um, a lot of us settle. We just settle for that. It's like we know that person isn't about anything, but it's like we just look, well, he's there, so... You know, I might as well just ride this out and it ends up just going awry. It's just crazy. Yeah, you know, and it's not even um it's not even about that. It doesn't have to be about that, ladies. You deserve more than that. But but what Courtney just said is exactly the, the actual reason why it happens. You know, that fear of being alone, the fear of rejection, you know, just the uncomfortable holiday that's why I post what I post, you know. Like when I post those ads up you know, like for our counseling service, I, I respect you guys. You know, who who actually take advantage and reach out. We're doing a fifty. We're going to extend that uh, that fifty percent off uh, holiday special that we've been doing. So many women reached out because this is a tough time. Like they don't want to be. You know, they don't they don't want to have next year's Fourth of July be like this year's. Like if you don't want to be single, like you're gonna if you're single now, you're gonna be single on Christmas. You see what I'm saying? Like, but that's that, you know that's okay though because that's only like a couple months away. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be there. That's cool. But the question is, are you going to be single next Christmas? You see what I'm saying? Like, are you going to be single next Thanksgiving? Why not start the process now? Why not take a look Take a look at, you know, some of the issues that are going on? Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? This is why I've been attracting these guys. This is what needs to be worked on. And I respect anyone who's reached out to myself, to Courtney, to Oshel, you know, who say, hey, look, I want to start the process of uh, you know making some changes 
in getting what I want. I'm going to go get it. You know, so, um, you know, shout out to you guys. Um, what else, man? What else can we talk about? But, but see, here's, I mean, here's the thing, though, Courtney. It's not all about the ladies. You know, yeah, we're going to – because, I mean, it's, it's mainly about you guys because you guys control everything. You guys have a lot more power than, than you think. You know, a lot of women it's, – it's funny. A lot of women erroneously think that they have the power because of what's between their legs. But that's – I mean, well, while that's actually – that's not true at all, it, it, it can be true in the opposite way. What I mean by that is you have the power to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to give it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to present myself to be a classy, respectable woman of God. You know what I'm saying? And that will right there dictate and determine how you will be treated. You know, like if a man sees a woman of God and, and you get approached by, you know, a uh, you know a, a liar, a dog, a cheater, a player, you know, when he psychos out here, he, what's he going to do with you? You know what I'm saying? If you're a woman of God, that's going to repel him. You know, he's not going to even try you. He's not going to disrespect you. He's not even going to waste his time with you. But if you're dealing with a guy, and it's going to piss a lot of people off, but if you're dealing with a guy who's actively playing games with you, you know, y'all playing that, the sex games. You missed our show on Sex Games 2014. Check it out. You know, but if, you, if that's what you're going through right now, you've got to ask yourself, well, you know, actually, you don't have to ask yourself anything. You just need to understand that he doesn't see you as a true woman of God. There's something going on there that's making him say, wow, she's an easy target. This is someone whose emotions I can play with. Even when I was in my player stage back in the day, there was some women I knew, like, all right, yeah, I'm going to have some fun with her. You know what I'm saying? You know what that is. I was like, all right, this is what it is. We're going we're gonna to do this little song and dance. Other women, I was like, whoa, she ain't going for it. She ain't having it. My wife was one of those women. She, she wasn't having it. So there you go. Now I'm married to her. You see what I'm saying? The question is, like, which one are you? Have you ever been the former as opposed to the latter, Courtney? Yes. Yes, the easy target. No, it's not. Not at all. all right. Especially when right. I wanted more, you know. Right. Wanted more to come Absolutely. out of the situation. Right, and that's that's what we all want. You know, and I'm saying I say we all because men want the same thing. Are men gonna you know see a, a fat butt and be like, hey, let me go in? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't like the size? I'm just being honest. You know, everybody likes you know a, a, a big butt. That's not something that's like nobody. Oh, I don't like big butts. Nah, like like Sir Mix a lot said, like I like big butts. I cannot lie. We all like big butts. But ladies, you got to understand. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to keep him. That's not. It certainly isn't going to lead to being blessed by God. You know. So you just got to think about that stuff. But I was, what I was going to say earlier, though, was that it's not all about you guys. It's mainly you guys because you control everything as far as how you're treated. But these guys have a lot of the responsibility to, to, to share. Um, if you guys heard our special on, on the, the ten things that men need to do in order to find love, you know, we talked a lot about just, you know, you know not just making it all about sex. You know, stop you know, blowing these women's heads up with these ridiculous compliments. You know, there's a lot of that going on. It's just like an epidemic, man. It's a, it's a Facebook and Instagram epidemic. It's just like a never-ending cycle. You got these average women out here. Everybody wants to be a model. Everyone wants to be some type of, you know, superstar on Instagram, taking bikini shots, and just just, just stop it. 
You know what I mean? Just just disable your whole Instagram account right now if that's what you do. Just just go ahead and delete it. Just hit delete account. You know what I mean? Account saying just it, disable account. Whatever you got to do because it's just ridiculous. You got these men out here who are targeting you, you know, telling you how sexy you look, telling you, oh, yeah, you know what I would do to you. To... Ladies, you got to understand, that's not a compliment. If a man says he wants to just bend you over, he's like, damn, look at that, them, them boobs, or look at that. Like, that's not a compliment. He's telling you that you're basically a hoe, you know, and he, all he wants to do is smash. So you got to respect yourself. You got you to gotta stop putting yourself on display, setting yourself up there on a the platter and expecting a man not to want to take a bite out of it. You see what I'm saying, Courtney? I mean, how's that for advice? That's as real as it gets. <laughs> Keep it this real. is the time, right? This is the time. This is the time for real advice. This is the time for non-sugarcoat. I mean, it's the summertime. Some of y'all are out there right now on, you know, on a platter, wondering why you're getting all bit up. You know, these men are they're vultures out here. You know, I mean, Fourth of July just passed. You know, ninety degree weather. Women walk walk around with tank tops on, wife beaters with no bras on. Daisy Dukes, haven't heard that term in years, but people, they sure came back out, you know, butt cheeks hanging out the bottom of them, you know, white bras, white wife beaters, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, you know what I'm saying, see-through, got to stop that, you know, and these men, you got to stop making them think that is that that's sexy, and then on top of that, having the nerve to complain about women being stuck up. Well, that's how they get their heads get stuck up is by you telling them how sexy look. They they look. There's nothing sexy about that, but you tell them, oh damn girl, you look so good. Damn, you know how I would do. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Courtney, did you used to stop when they yo 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 yeah? If you were fat, yeah. <laughs> that's like the Philly. You know what I mean? The Philly, uh, <laughs> the Philly call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, y'all don't do that there in Chicago, wherever y'all listening from. That's the Philly, no. Philly. You don't do that? No, but that's funny. <laughs> Shout out no. to Marv, man. Marv used to do that all the time, man. Rest in peace to him, man. That's He knows. That's like the Philly, you know what I mean, the Philly uh, call. But the the sad part about it is as stupid as that sound is, those women, they stop. Act like act like they're looking for something. Act like they stop and look. Oh, oh, is that my husband? Is that my future husband? Maybe could it be him? Like, they looking around like, oh, 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 acting like they tying their shoe. Pull out their cell phone so they don't feel stupid. You know what I mean? Acting like, you know, they, they just stop. Cause they hear someone doing that. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, God ain't going to bless you with nobody talking about something. You know? <laughs> you know That's hilarious. But, but women sure stop. Yo, we, let me tell you what we used to do. We used to go clubbing. Back, you know what I'm saying, downtown. And so we have, like, the, the expressway that you would hop on. So you're doing, like, 65, 70. You hop right on in your home in, like, you know, 10 minutes. We, You know, that was obviously the fast way to get home from downtown. But uh, we would take what we called, what, what was called Broad Street, the, you know, like a main street, but like a, you know, it's not a highway. Or anything, it's just like a, a main street. And, and we would just pull women over on Broad Street at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. You say, well, we, how did you do that? We, we, it, easy. Pull up on them, you know, at the stoplight. Roll the window down. Yo, what's up? You, yo, what's good? They 
reaching over, looking over, looking over. Oh, hey, what's going on? What you, what you, where y'all coming from? Oh, we was over, so they all hype, half drunk. Oh, we, yo, so and so. Oh, why, right, yo? Well, hold on, what y'all doing? Yo, pull over real quick. Nah, don't pull over. Yeah, oh, uh, they pull right over. You know, all right, bet. All right, who going to rap? Who going to get out? Who's getting out? We we getting everything together. We four or five deep in the car. All right, cool. I'm going to get out. Boom. Walk up to the car. What's up? I mean, this is 4 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Car full of girls. Car full of guys. What's up? What y'all trying to do? All right, boom, boom, boom. I got how many How many you got in there? What you, you got? Four? What you, all right, I got four of my friends over there. Boom, what's up? All right, well, we're going back to the crib. Okay. All right. If, if, if Can y'all, I mean, can you believe that? In today's day and age, that that's how easy at four o'clock in the morning, just met at the stoplight, forget a conversation, forget at the stoplight, back to the crib. Is that believable, Courtney? Yeah, it is. And that was fifteen years ago. Believe it or not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking about years ago. Imagine what's going on today. You know, just imagine. So it's it's crazy out here, man. It's crazy, and I I say all that to say, you know what I'm saying? As crazy as it was, as crazy as it still is, that just says it doesn't mean that it's harder to find love. In fact, it's actually easier. To be honest with you, a lot of people, a lot of women have expressed like, yo, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Well, it is, you know. But the but the thing about it is, is that it's actually easier because there's more foolishness. So all you have to do. It's put it like this, it's easier to stand out from the crowd, you know, it's easier to stand out, you know, from the hoes, like if you're a good good woman, like a real, you know what I'm saying, like a classy woman, you will stand out, like ridiculously, you know, if you're a guy like myself, you're a guy like Osho, Mar, Virgil, you know what I'm saying? I can't really. It's, uh, I apologize. It's hard for me to name more more men because you know what I mean. Real men nowadays are extremely few and far between. But I apologize if I miss you. Some of my you know what I'm some of my friends like you know Steve. Shout out to Steve from the group. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it, if you're one of those types of guys, like a real man loves God. You know, not fruity, not wearing skinny jeans, not all weird. You know, you're gonna stand out. From the niggas out here, it, like and just like the classy women stand out from the hoes out here. Let the niggas in the hoes. Let the niggas chase the hoes. You know what I'm saying? And you just you stand out. Cause I tell you, and I, I offend that people every time I say this, but I really, you know me, I don't care. But it's the truth. But I'll say it again: that the good women of the world, I'm talking about the truly great women of the world, do not stay single for long. I apologize if I'm offending you. If that makes you feel uncomfortable because you've been single for five years, I, A, I don't know what to tell you. But I repeat, the best women do not stay single for long. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad woman. It just means that the best women don't stay single. You might be a good woman, but I don't want good. I want great. My wife is great. I'm coming up on four years of marriage on Thursday. I want to see some, some, some posts on my wall saying happy anniversary. Don't tell me. Tell, tell my wife. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying to y'all. You've got to be great. Nobody wants good. Nobody wants second best. Nobody wants average. What's T.I. say? I don't want no mediocre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Courtney? Are you, do you want to be mediocre? No. I want to be the best. No, see, I caught you, though. So that means you've been listening to hip-hop, right? See, I caught See, I, I got you all y'all. All y'all no, time out. No, I didn't. No. 
All y'all see me after class. Y'all y'all been watching. Y'all been listening to that that R and B. That secular. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. I got you. Here we go. No 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 no. I got you. Keep it real. You know about mediocre, right? You 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 be jamming. No, I don't. Actually, I know. I don't. I got y'all listening at home. I didn't get Courtney evidently, but I got y'all. So no, I mean I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I told y'all. See what happens when we. When we take a little time away from uh, our live shows, well, but I need that, you know what I'm saying? I I need that to be rejuvenated, to be re-energized. You know, the, the haters don't like this. They don't like this day on. They don't like when he comes back rejuvenated. They want to, you know what I'm saying? They just want me to go away. I can't stand that guy. You see, who saw the video? Who saw the video yes. that they made about me? <laughs> Deedon, that Deedon Tolbert. Right. Yes. Right, Deedon. That's what the haters call that Deedon. The psychos who never, you know, they don't listen to the show. They don't know how to pronounce my name. You know, the weirdos out there. No, but I'll tell you all something. That's, listen, guys, I've been doing this a long time. You know, you, and I'm sure you guys, you know, you can, um, you know, Google or go to YouTube or, you know, go to my YouTube page, and you'll see a lot of those, those, uh, you know, rebuttals or whatever they call them, responses to, uh, you know, to some of my videos. And I just, you know, if you haven't already seen it, go to um, youtube.com slash askdaydon. Just go to trctoday.com and click on YouTube. There's a link right there. It takes you straight to my YouTube page. And, um, you know, subscribe to me. Follow me. I, you know, I'm telling you all, I'm coming back to YouTube. You know, I'm, I'm doing, a, you know, some really big things in the fall. Where um, you know every Monday we're going to be putting out a new uh, Ask State On Advice video blog, so uh, that's going to be crazy. A um, lot of topics, you know, just getting back out there on YouTube. I mean, it's crazy. I was doing some stuff and people were telling me they're like, "Yo, you, you got your page? Like, you haven't made a YouTube video in you know in months, probably even like over a year." And you know, you you got like your your videos are getting like. Something like over twenty thousand hits, like a month or something, and that's they said that's crazy for a, a, basically what they call a dormant channel. So um, I thank you guys. I thank you for staying on the YouTube page and um, you know just watching the videos over and over again and um, you know sharing them and all that good stuff. But yeah, definitely uh, check out the YouTube page. But yeah, somebody uh, I guess two young women. I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the whole thing because uh, it just uh, I, you know I watched I, I saw that it was done. And I just kind of ignored it. It's just like, all right, whatever. I don't even feel like watching it. But then I finally watched it, and I couldn't get past, like, two minutes of it. You know, but just the, 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 the you know, the using the Lord's name in vain, you know, the cursing, just the, you know, I mean, the, and if you guys aren't familiar, it was basically my first video blog, which ended up being my, one of my highest, I'm going to go to it, actually, one of my highest, you know, viewed uh uh, you know, videos, and uh, but it was, it was my very first one actually, and it was about entitled "Why So Many Black Women Are Single," and um, I would say just go there and check it out if you haven't already seen it. And basically, I talked about um, pretty much, you know, what we look for. You know, stuff we talk about here on the show every night. What what, what men look for: emotional availability, um, you know, having a great personality, respecting your bodies. Um, having a great mentality, not like tripping off of stuff like having a master's degree and Gucci, like, and these women were just, 
I mean, they really weren't making any sense because, like, the stuff that I'm saying is stuff that men are expressing that they want. And I don't even know what they were talking about. But I say all that to say you hear the anger, you hear the hurt. I mean, they even – you could tell it, it got them because if you notice with them and just a lot of other people that you will see um, over the years – they will get it. Like, they will be able to spit back exactly what I said, which tells you, wow, they actually paid attention, you know? They actually listened to some of these shows. They actually watched the whole video and analyzed what was being said, and it hit them to the core to the point where they felt the need to respond to it, okay? And that's how you know when you're make, when you like, when you, when people make, when you make people feel uncomfortable and you make people want to, like, attack you, you're doing something, which is cool, because I'm, I'm all good with attacks, you know, I'm not, I don't have a problem with attacks, you know what I'm saying, just make sure you come correct, you know, but that's what we're seeing here, you know, you ever been attacked, Courtney? Yes, yes, I have, through my YouTube videos, too, so, right. yeah, I get it. Courtney does YouTube videos, check her out on there. Hey, I'm looking at my. Hey, I look ridiculous, man. I'm, I'm, yo, I, I'm like, I, I don't even recognize myself, man. But these were a while. These were like some of these were like what, like at least five, six, seven years ago. But yeah, man, time flies. But yeah, so yeah, definitely check out the YouTube page, subscribe, and um, you know, and, and that is uh, and that's that. Uh, tonight is like I said, man. This is very informal. This is advice hour. As they done. Phone lines are open, 646-200-0366. I want to talk a little bit about the um, the BET Awards. Now, I didn't even watch them all, to be honest with you. I didn't even feel like, you know, watching that foolishness. But um, there were a couple of things about the uh, the uh, BET Awards that I did want to talk. Did you did you catch them? Did you, did you watch them? No, I didn't watch it, but, like, online I saw, like, some of the highlights, but I didn't actually watch the show. Yeah, yeah, me neither. It's just, it's just no point. I mean, and we've done a lot of those specials. Like I know one of our best shows where we talked about Satanism in the entertainment industry using the MTV Movie Award or Music Awards uh, that one year, you know, as a backdrop to you know just talk about a lot of the demonic and satanic imagery uh, that's that's you know being seen in the you know uh, in the industry out there. Um, and you know, so we'll continue to do that. But just I don't know. I just didn't feel it. And I, I mean, I watch it. We were out, but like. Uh, I think I have it on my D. Like it's set to tape, like the rerun. I'll probably check it out. You know what I mean, just to see, you know, see what's going. On. I like to stay abreast of, you know, what's happening in the, uh, you know, in the entertainment industry, just so I can, you know, talk about certain things from an intelligent standpoint. So I'll probably check it out, you know. But um, I just had no desire to watch it when it first came on. But one of the things that I did hear about, that was, and when I meant to talk about this a few weeks ago, when it actually uh, aired or, or happened or transpired. Ti and in Tiny, have you been following that whole that whole situation, Courtney? Not since the whole Floyd Mayweather incident. I don't know what happened after that, so you may have to, you know, update us on what's sure. going on. Sure. Sure. Basically, if you guys have been following, you know, Ti and Tiny, you know, have gone from being one of the the hoods, you know, favorite couples. You know what I'm saying? You know, just really been. Uh, and, and it's funny, you've even heard me talk about T.I. and Tiny in, in a different, uh, you know, way over the last several years. And I've even uh, complimented Tiny on, uh, I, like, I don't watch their show, but I think I had seen a couple episodes. And from what I had seen, I was impressed with how she presented herself, 
um, how she held him down, if you will, you know, through his trials and tribulations, you know. But, I mean, now I have nothing positive to say about him. I have nothing positive to say about her. And, I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, it's just like these kids are now stuck in a, you know, just a typical, stereotypical, you know, black household, you know what I'm saying, with with drama and separation, you know, arguments, just, you know, just instability. And um, I'm not blaming Tiny. I'm not blaming T.I. because I'm not in their living room. I'm not in their bedroom. I don't know what, you know, what the issue is. But what I can speak on is from what they put out there from a public perspective, which is, the whole flame Floyd I, I, all right, so let's say Court and I are dealing with each other, and we're having issues. One of the worst things that Courtney could do is is take that you know our argument and then use that for motivation to start taking booty shots to start going taking pictures in her bikini, uploading them on Instagram, getting several thousand likes and hits you know from those same types of losers we've been talking about boosting her obviously low self-esteem because she looks disgusting. You know I mean? We all know Tiny is, is, is uh, you know, I'm not going to be ignorant, but she she's not the, the cutest, you know what I'm saying? She, I mean, she's not. You know what I mean? She's not. Um, and, but that's, it's, that was never an issue. I mean, I'm going I'm to be real. I'm about to piss some people off, but I'm going to keep it real with you. Everyone doesn't look good. Everyone's not pretty, right? I'm just saying. But, you can still be classy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can still be sexy, you can still be beautiful, even though you may not be pretty, you know, because you can have the joy of the Lord, right? You do not, like, but, but the, the problem the problem with it is, ladies, there is nothing, and I'm just being honest, as a man, everyone is not going to be beautiful or attractive, I should say. But there's nothing more, but you can be beautiful with the joy of the Lord and the beauty of the Lord. But there is nothing more ugly and more disgusting and more hideous and revolting than a woman who is not cute but who also has no self-respect for herself by throwing her booty out there, her breasts out there, trying to be sexy. Do you guys understand what I'm saying to you? Because I'm trying to, like, I don't want to, I want to phrase it the right way. You got, but you see what I'm saying? Like, you can be, like, like, uh, like precious, like perfect example. Precious to me, and I'm, this is just my personal, you know, data on Talbert, like my opinion. She's not a pretty girl to to me, you know what I'm saying? But she's not an ugly girl either. She's not disgusting. I mean, she's obese. Don't get me wrong. She's she's very huge, but she's not like ugly. She's not disgusting. The reason being, because from what I've seen, she's a, she seems like a cool chick. You know what I'm saying? Like she seems like she has an okay personality. Like I've never seen her stuck up. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen her with her boobs out, take, bent over, taking booty shots. You know what I'm saying? And, and so that makes her attractive. That makes her okay. But if Precious decides she wants to start, you know, acting like Beyonce, looking, dressing like a hoe, that would make her the most disgusting person on the face of the earth. Do you guys get where I'm going with this, Courtney? Am I making sense? Yeah, I'm making perfect sense. I get it. You You see what I'm saying? It, it's your how you present yourself makes or breaks you. Has nothing to do with your looks. You could look like Halle Berry, but be disgusting. You see what I'm saying? But there's nothing worse than looking nothing like Halle Berry 
and looking disgusting. You guys get my point, man. I, I get, I get what I'm saying. If you're not cute, you better love the Lord, man. You know what I'm saying? I you better get your, get on your freaking knees every night, man. Get in that Bible, get in that Word, and you better praise you the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, seriously, you better have the best relationship with God that you possibly can if you ain't cute. Don't you dare go to that Beyonce concert <laughs> talking about some, talk, you know what I'm saying? Talking about some I've been drinking. Drinking what? You need to drink some holy water. You know what I mean? Seriously. I mean, that's the thing, because this is what men talk about. This is the barbershop talk right here. We can't, if you're not cute, put your boobs away. Who you, no one cares if you're not cute. You see what I'm saying? And don't let you have a, like, don't, don't not be in shape. You see what I'm, like, seriously, and I'm just, and I'm telling this to y'all for a reason. Because what often happens is women start gaining a few pounds. They say, oh, hold on, where's Osho at? No, nah, because he's tripping tonight. I don't like this, they don't. I don't like this. I want to hear Moses. I want to hear him talking about some, you know what I mean, Aaron. And, and you know, where? what about those guys? What about, let's go back to the Bible. Where's the Bible at? No, no, no. We put the Bible up tonight. We're going to keep it real, you know? It's all from a biblical perspective because I could t- I could bring it I could whip it out and everything I'm saying is right in the word trust me on that. But sometimes y'all need to hear it from the mouth of a man. You need to know what men are saying, ladies. There's nothing more attractive than a stuck-up woman. You know what I'm saying? With her boobs out, with her with her booty out, you know, and, and but with the gut out too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We call it. We got the. She got the Philly gut. They say, well, what's the Philly gut? Well, the Philly gut is a Philly gut. It's just a big old gut, the muffin top. You know what I'm saying? And what happens is, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there is, but there's nothing wrong with it if you still, you know what I'm saying, are classy with it and you're working on it. That's cool because you're doing the right thing. But don't get the muffin top. Don't gain a few pounds and then say, oh, okay, I'm just going to throw on this big belt over my gut and unbutton my blouse to draw you know, draw attention to my boobs to take away attention from my gut. I'm going to throw in these tights to bring attention to my booty, and I'm going to open up my shirt to bring attention to my boobs, which will take away the fact that I'm 15, 20 pounds overweight. No, that doesn't do that. And in fact, it just draws attention to it, ladies, and it looks disgusting. And then on top of that, and you want to have an attitude, and you want to be stuck up. Come on, ladies, and and, and you want to wonder, and, and you're going to give it up on the first night, and you're going to make them play tug of war with the panties, and then give it up, and you're not cute. Come on, Courtney, what's going on out here? You going in tonight? <laughs> I'm just really saying. Dumb. I'm just yeah. saying that's what's going on out here. Ugly women with ugly personalities. Ugly bodies taking off their clothes and they have the nerve to want to play games with the, you know what I'm saying, with the booty. Yo, listen, if you, I'm just saying, if you, I'm about to go too far, but I'm just saying, Osho hit me up right now. He said, "Look, you're going too far, man. Take on chill. Sorry, Osho, I can't chill. You got, you got, got to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? But if you, you know what I'm saying, you might as well go all the way, give up the booty. Don't, don't make them play tug of war with the panties." And you know what I'm saying? And have an attitude. And if you're not cute. If you're going to play tug of war with the panties, you better look like Halle Berry. You know what I'm saying? You better look like Stacey Dash. I'm just, you don't do it at all, but you guys get my point. 
I mean, how y'all how y'all acting like you got power between your legs when you're not even cute? I'm just, it, you know, what I mean? I'm just saying, Courtney. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. How you, the fellas know what I'm talking about? We just got finished talking about this in the barbershop. You know, you can't play those games. You should you shouldn't play those games at all. But you at least gotta be cute if you're gonna do it. But it doesn't even when you are cute, it doesn't work then. So imagine how little it works if you're not even. I'm I'm a, I'm a key, I'm gonna move on, man, because people they you know what I mean they they not feeling that. As the game players out there, they're not feeling that. Why you gotta talk about our swimming, they not No, I'm just saying. You know, the best all in all seriousness seriousness though, you gotta you gotta have the best personality. You know, like the having the best personality like when I mean best personality, I mean being humble, you know, not having a guard up, not having an emotional wall up not having that, you know, uncomfortability, not that sarcasm that a lot of y'all have, that's going to keep you single, okay? Nobody wants a sarcastic woman. Nobody wants someone with an attitude or an emotional wall up. You know, that there's nothing worse than that, okay? All right? And, and I mean, just, I mean, it's, I can't stress enough. If you have a great personality, a man will wife you up. I mean, there are other factors, but you get that'll be like the number one thing that makes him want to actually take you seriously. Okay, I got off track, but we were originally talking about Ti uh, and Tiny and that whole situation. And the problem with Tiny being facially challenged is that she went out and started doing all this stuff. What, are you laughing? Why are you Why are you laughing at Tiny? I hear you over there. How you gonna ask so me? Funny. I hear, you I hear facially ch- I know, I know. But you said facially challenged. It just threw me off. I don't know. It was just a reaction. But keep on. We we did a show on this. A lot of people will say what well, they done. You you see, and this is how things change. Because I know the people y'all don't let me y'all don't forget anything. Some of y'all right now are listening. And you're going back to, in your mind, a show we did a couple years ago where you guys remember me defending Tiny. Y'all remember that, right? I know some of y'all remember mm-hmm. where everybody was talking about how she was ugly and these, these, these women were on Twitter talking about, and I don't know why T.I.'s with her and he should leave her alone, da-da-da, she's ugly. Da-da. I was defending Tiny. I did a whole show talking about... <clears throat> You know, how Tiny, regardless what she looks like, she's a good mom, appears to be a good mom, evidently a good wife, held him down, whatever like that. Now you're calling her facially challenged? Well, yes. That's how quickly things change. I'm not a hypocrite. I keep it honest. When you are a cool chick, when you have a great personality, when you do what you're supposed to do, you, I will have no problem with you. But when you start doing dumb stuff, that makes you disgusting. That's when men start to lose respect. I have no respect for Tiny right now. You know what I'm saying? This is someone who had a, you know, some type of separation or some type of argument with T.I. And uh, what did she do? This is what a lot of women do. And we got to talk about this. What did she do? She runs and go and starts hanging out. This dirty, mm, it makes me angry even thinking about it. She runs and, and gets all hugged up with Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather the, you know, a one of the biggest players out there. Someone who's just coming off of having his girl snatched up, you know what I'm saying, by, by Nelly. 
took her took her up to up to St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Now he's pissed off, so now he wants to go cause problems in everybody else's relationship. Chilling with Tiny, all hugged up. She's posing it by the jacuzzi, this and that, looking like a hoe. Probably let Floyd Floyd smash. Dirty hoe. That's just. I mean, that's just disgusting. You know. You know what? It's it's. You know what? What did what did Chris Brown say, Courtney? What did? No, come on. No, I want to know what he said. What did he say? These hoes ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. A lot of women saying, well, they don't. Why are you calling her a hoe? Because that's hoeish behavior. If you got a dude, you have a problem with, you know what I'm saying, with your guy, and then right after that you go and let somebody else smash, or you give the impression that you're letting him smash, posing with your bikini on, letting a dude feel all up on you, well, that makes you a hoe. And that's what Chris Brown is talking about. He has a fight with Rihanna. She goes and lets Drake smash. Well, guess what? That makes her a hoe. Yeah, that's right. These hoes ain't loyal. But the women who are, they're not hoes. They're great women. There's nothing more important than being a great, loyal, supportive woman. If you missed our special on it, just Google the definition of a truly loyal and supportive woman and listen to it. You know what I'm saying? You can't, don't be mad at the term hoe if you're a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it shouldn't bother you if you're a classy woman. And it and it won't bother you if you're a classy woman. But if you're a hoe who exhibits hoeish qualities and tendencies, well, then you sure are going to have a problem with that term, these hoes ain't loyal. My wife doesn't have a problem. When I did that show and I titled it These Hoes, she didn't have a problem. Why? Because, one, she's not a hoe, and she's loyal. So what's the problem? But if you letting, you know, these dudes smash on the first date, or you out there letting dudes get your number when you have a problem with your with your with your boyfriend? Well, then guess what that makes you. You see what I'm saying? Like that's how it works. So Ti, uh, you know, evidently sees Floyd. Says something. You know, words were exchanged. Says something like, you know, I guess Floyd said, uh, "You control control your bitch." Something like that. You better get your. You know what I mean? Now this is someone who he's supposed to be cool with, but he's calling her a bitch. That's not cool, but you know what I'm saying? That's that's the position she put herself in, and which really goes to show you that what 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 uh what's the dude say? What he say? It, it ain't nothing to cut a, you know, a chick off. That's true. These men don't care, ladies. These men don't care about you. You know, it's it, they don't. When you let a when you lady, I'm gonna tell you something. Here's the thing: when you let a man smash, when you present yourself as a hoe. These men do not care about you in the slightest. They will disrespect you. They will put your pictures on Facebook, on Instagram, on the porn sites, wherever you need to go. They will put you out there and disrespect you to the utmost the moment you get let them smash. That's why that song is true. It ain't nothing to cut a chick off. You're, you're thinking that he cares when he, you know, he never cared to begin with. The way that you get a man to care for you is by respecting yourself and not letting him smash, respecting your body. A lot of y'all letting these dudes smash and then wondering why they don't care about you, wondering why they ain't nothing to cut it. You know what I'm saying? Am I keeping it too real tonight, Courtney? Yeah, but I like it. And I, I know everyone else does. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to text my wife because I know she listens. I'm going to ask because you, you, cause you just say whatever. I'm going to ask because she'll keep it real with me. I'm going to ask her if she thinks oh, I'm keeping really? it real. Because no, y'all know Courtney. Courtney be like, I say anything. I say Courtney's just Scott purpose. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, it's good. No, I'm just playing. With no, you. no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with Courtney. 
No, me, yo, don't don't let Courtney fool you, because Courtney and I, we go back and forth. We go at it sometimes. You know, Courtney will keep it real with me. I, don't get it twisted. She from Chicago, you know what I mean? Courtney got a little something <laughs> in the mattress up there, you know what I mean? She ain't playing no games out here. Man, shoot, don't let the Bible verses fool you, man. Courtney can be a little <laughs> pit bull or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, I'm a sweetheart. That's what I'm saying. Right, Courtney keeps it real, man. And I'll tell you all something. Courtney's going to make somebody a great wife one day. Because if you look at the things that we talk about, oh, yeah, definitely. When when you look at the things that we talk about just from a, a personality standpoint, you know, a respectability standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, you know, she really is one of those women that men seek out. And so if y'all are not... You know, I'm not going to say, like, be like her. You know, be yourselves. But I'm just saying, Courtney is a good example of who women should aspire to be like. Like, if you need somebody that you want to be able to, you know, reach out to and touch and just say, wow, well, who might be a good example? I mean, Courtney is as good as they come. You know what I'm saying? So use her. You know, and, you know, why, look at her Facebook page. See how she presents herself, how she carries herself. And um, that's that's really what these men are looking for. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that, Courtney? Because I'll be honest with you, Courtney, you weren't always like that, though. You used to actually be the type of um, – can I be honest? Can we sh- Can we use you for a testament? Can we share your, your testimony? Yes, yes. Tell, tell everyone who I used to be. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, Courtney. We got to do it. We can't give you the praise without telling your story. They need to know where you can. They need to know this about the selfies. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. No. They need to know <laughs> so about you, the booty shots. Okay. So basically in a nutshell I used to be a hoe and you would be able to see that through my Facebook um profile. And I used to have just like selfies in the mirror. The classic hammock shot <laughs> which um a lot of the ladies in each woman were able to see. Um but I, I had a picture of me it was supposed to look like just a candid shot, but it was very much so um, calculated, but it was me like falling off of a hammock, and um, you know my dress kind of raised up my thigh, so it showed a lot of my thigh, and that was my profile picture. And so I tried to make it look like, oh yeah, I just accidentally fell off the hammock, but I really just wanted to show some skin. So it was that. And I used to have like pictures with different guys in my profile pictures. None of them were boyfriends, just people I thought were attractive. So that's what my profile used to look like. But, but what was the reason for that, though? What were you trying to do? I was trying to get attention. It was seeking attention and affirmation and just wanting to um, just really blow myself up because I really didn't feel good about myself, but I tried to make it seem like, oh, I was just having fun and living this life, and I just wanted I just wanted attention and likes. Right, right. You know, and that's really all it's about is, is likes and, and about affirmation. And I see some calls on the line. I'm going to go right to the phone line. I see some calls. I'm going to go right to the lines in a sec, 646-200-0366. Hold your comments. Go to the lines in about two to three minutes. But I just want to just piggyback off of what Courtney's saying. A lot of you ladies are doing the same things. You're posting these pictures with these guys to give the impression that that's someone you're dealing with. You know, I guess a lot of women think that, 
if a man sees you with another man, that's going to make you more desirable in his eyes in some way. No, ladies, it does the opposite. It makes you less desirable. It makes him not take you seriously. It makes you look like a hoe. He's automatically going to think, oh, okay, that dude is smashing, or he already smashed, or is trying to smash. So we as men are not going to willingly and knowingly put ourselves into a competition with another dude. I'm not, like, for what? I'm not doing that. You say, oh, he's hitting that? All right, he can keep hitting that. All right, cool. So a lot of you are shooting yourselves in the foot. You're you're allowing these men to, you know, to block your blessing. You know, and it, For what? Because you want some Facebook likes? You want to feel better about yourself because a man says you look good, you look sexy? Maybe you grew up not having attention or affirmation or anybody to tell you that you were beautiful or not having a father to tell you that you were beautiful so it feels good when a man tells you you're beautiful? Well, that that may make you feel good, but it's going to keep you single. You know, just because you didn't have a a, a man, a father to tell you that you're special, you still have Jesus Christ to tell you that you're special every day. If you if you choose to, he'll tell you. you just gotta just gotta talk to him. So, gotta keep it real, man. You know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta be honest. We as men need to start being honest about what we really want. Women need to start start being honest about what they really want. And once men and women start being honest about what they really want for their futures, as opposed to what they want for right then and there. It's it's funny. Women don't want to be used for sex, and men really don't want to use a woman for sex. Women want love, and men probably want love more than the women want love. But women think that men want sex, so therefore men are acting like they just want the sex. So it's like everybody's playing this game. They're walking around with these masks on. You know, nobody's you know revealing who they really are and what they really want. And it's a whole it's one big game out here. I feel so light, so comfortable not having to play any more games. Wouldn't it be better if y'all could just be chilling right now and not listening to the show because you were chilling with your significant? And I'm cool with that. I've lost a lot of listeners over the years specifically because they're now married and they're not trying to be up listening to me talk, you know, for three hours. They're chilling with their boo, their husband. I'm cool with that. You know, shout out to all those women. They're out there. You just don't hear from them like you used to because they're chilling with their, you know what I mean? So... It is what it is, man. Um, but real quick, before but just before we get off of Ti and Tiny, you have and this is important because this is and I, I was actually on the radio. A lot of you, some of you heard me on the uh, on the radio the other day. I was uh, called in this uh, shout out uh, shout out to uh, Laia and and uh, Shamara. Shout out to them from Philly on uh, Hot 107.9. They were talking about this. They were talking about Ti and Tiny. Uh, the other day, and I called into the station. You know, I could call them from time to time. I, I know them a little bit, so uh, I showed them some love, and uh, I called in, and they were because they were talking about should a man. Uh, I might even play it for y'all because I got the I got the I might even play it for. I don't know how that would how that would turn out. I might let y'all hear it real quick, but uh, a little bit later in the show. But um, they basically they were talking about was Ti because what happened was they were on the red carpet. This is what happened. T- uh, Tiny was on the red carpet at the BET Awards, and Floyd uh, Mayweather evidently saw her and was like, yo, Tiny, yo, yo, come here, try to grab her. And she basically just, like, went in the opposite direction. You know, and this was you know, couple, literally only a couple weeks after she was chilling with the dude in her bikini, half, half butt naked, probably let him smash. So, so Floyd does what the, these dudes do, which is basically try to leave his mark and he's even with a, he's with a young woman, and still goes over and tries to, 
you know, talk to her and give her a hug, or she just kind of like, look, I ain't talking to you. You know, T.I. put the, you know what I mean, the fear of God in her and said, look, don't you talk it out. Don't you go anywhere near him. <laughs> she did not want no problems. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, though, it's sad that it had, first of all, I mean, it's sad that it had to come to that. You know what I'm saying? Because it was clear that he, took, you know, they had words about that, obviously. But the, the, the and I'll tell you also, I'll tell you all a story about a, a great young woman that I used to deal with, similar type of thing. And this was crazy. I, this even humbled me a little bit. I'd be like, whoa, because I wasn't used to this. But yeah, real quick about that, yeah, she just, it should have, that's how it should have been to begin with is what I'm saying with, with T.I. in that whole situation with Floyd. She should have never been with him at all. I was out out at uh, at the Odun Day Festival. You guys from Philly know all about Odun Day. It's basically like, um, a, you know, a big festival, African festival, down here. You know, um, you know, downtown Philly at vendors and performances and uh, you know things like that, food, all that stuff. You go out there, and I was with the homies. We would go down there. Man, it's like thousands of people, so we would go down there. You know, six, seven deep. You know, had a, the phones out, the pens and pads back in the day, just. Go down there specifically, you know, to get numbers. We would even have a competition to see we get the the most numbers. So, um, you know, this young woman I was, uh, uh, you know, I used to deal with, you know, that's my ex girlfriend actually. And so, you know, I met her. Or I, you know, I was down there with the homies and I saw her. And I, I guess she was with her, uh, you know, with her with her dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you know. So I was like, oh, yo, I did. It's like the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, yo, so and so. Walk up to her, and I'm like, oh, you know, what's up? I was going to give her a hug. She straight did the Matrix on me, like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, just tur- like did like a backflip, like totally avoiding me, like in slow motion. I was like, whoa, I almost fell on my face trying to give her a hug, and she's just like, whoa, whoa. She gave me like a, she didn't even give me a handshake. She was like, oh, hey, give me the, you know, the what's up. Just gave me the little wave. I'm like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? But that's what you got to do. And this is someone I was, you know, this is like I said, it was an ex-girlfriend, someone I was very close to at one point, uh, and, and, and even was still cool with. But out of respect, and this is me we're talking about, she played me, nobody plays me, but you see what I'm saying? She played me for her dude, and I had no problem with that. I mean, in front of the homies, I was a little salty, you know what I'm saying, in that moment, but what can I say? I was like, yo, they were like, oh, yeah, she plays you, but... That's what's up. He's like, yo, that's what's up, man. That's a good girl. I said, I know. So I'm not surprised. That's what you want. You don't want these women out here playing these games. You want to feel comfortable. Because she wasn't even right there. Like, I wasn't disrespectful. It was like she was, like, off kind of, like, by herself a little bit. She could have gave me a little quick hug, and I'm sure, excuse me, the dude might not have seen. But it wasn't about that. It wasn't about the games. It was about the confidence that she had in the. You know what I'm saying? And, and that relationship, the respect that that was there. What do you think about that, Courtney? It's a lot of game playing out here, isn't it? It sure is. That just made me think um, about how I probably would have handled that differently. Back what would then. you have done? What would you have done? I I probably would have given you a hug, and maybe even a kiss on the cheek. Like I was that. I was okay. an extreme game player. I know. But I said that before, you know, I was an extreme game player. Like, that's, I was, men were just very, very turned off by me. I used to do stuff like that all the time. Like, I could be dealing with someone or dating someone and then, you know, interact with somebody I used to deal with. And it would just be totally disrespectful. And I would just give them hugs and just be flirting and 
All that extra stuff. Right, and that's cool. I mean, at least you saw the error of your ways. At least now you can look back on it and be like, wow, that was a game. But a lot of imagine there are actual women who have been living their whole lives like this and still play those types of games because they think and I, I and even on the air when I called into the show they were like well look I'm 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 you know I'm single you know what I'm saying so or I'm I'm gonna do me and if you don't like my friends or cause I think the topic was should you be cool with someone or continue being cool with someone who your ex doesn't want you to be cool with and. I mean, I had to call in. Y'all know me. <laughs> I called in, so uh, I had to let them know. I said, "Well, look, you can either be, uh, res- you can either be single and have your friends, or you can respect what your man is talking about." Because I think what a lot of people don't realize, a lot of women don't realize, is that if your man, okay, is not comfortable with you. He's not going to be with you, at least not in the way that you want him to be with you. Okay? So you can have your male friends. You can be right. You can be justified or whatever you want to call it. But you're going to be single. Your man is going to be cheating on you. He's not going to be planning a future with you. So you got to choose. Do you want to be right? Do you want to be justified? Or do you want love? Or do you want a relationship? You know? And that's, and that's, and that's just all what it is. I'll try to find the, uh, the clip. Let y'all hear Because it was actually Matter of fact I'll find it a little bit later When Courtney gets long-winded or something I'll see if I can pull it up You know what I mean And just And, and play it for y'all Because y'all know how she can talk Actually no Courtney don't talk Like Y'all remember Morgan man Morgan Now Morgan talks You know what I'm saying I could write a freaking Yeah oh yeah I could write a dissertation While Morgan was talking I'd be like yo I'd be like yo Morgan Can you shut them You know what I'm saying Like yo it's only a two-hour show, man. Like, Morgan is actually the reason why it became a three-hour show, just cause, just so she could talk. I'm like, man. So, <laughs> oh, man. Let me, no, shout out to her, man. Morgan was a good co-host, all jokes aside. Morgan, Gerald, you know what I mean? Sugar. Remember Sugar from back in the day? You know what I mean? Sugar, Courtney, that was before your time. Mahogany. It was. It, oh, man. Mahogany. Y'all remember Mahogany. Uh, Tone, shout out to Tone. Um, yeah, man, we've had a lot of different guests, co-hosts here on this show, man. But I think we've uh, we definitely have the right combination now, man. This is this is fun stuff. Let's go to the phone lines. I see you calling the line from the eight one seven area code. Welcome to the Data on Tober Show, Advice Mondays. Hey, da- hey, Data, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Who's this? Oh, this is Jermaine from uh from the from the DFW, man. What's happening? What's happening with you? Oh man, I'm chilling, man. What's going on? What's your thoughts on uh, tonight's show? Well, before I get into the thoughts on tonight's show, let me uh, uh, let me tell you. Uh, I first I first got turned on to you uh, when I was on YouTube, and I saw the video that you made about how um, about how um, black women prefer a soldier, aka a thug, based upon the soldier song by Destiny's Child. And when when you had that show, I was hooked. I was like, whoa. So so the first thing I thought was, like, thank God. Am I the only one only one out there that was thinking the same thing? Let me just say something and real quick before you continue. Real quick, let me just say this real quick. It's such a it's so it's so refreshing <clears throat> to hear publicly this stuff I hear privately every day. Like the guys I know, like my, my frat brothers, my the barbershop guys, 
the people I just see out and about, they're always like, yo, man, keep speaking the truth, keep doing it. Because, you know, this is what everything I'm saying tonight, you're not going to hear anybody disagreeing with. Nobody with any sense, nobody who's heterosexual is going to disagree with any, because this is what we talk about, you know. And so it's good to hear you. But my, I'm sorry, you got the floor, man. What, what else? What else you got? To, you know what I mean? What's your thoughts? Well, also, too, the fact that um, about that show, I got friends, man, that uh, – that, that all of us are, are in our in our mid thirties and early forties, and all of us say the same thing about the uh, about the issues about how hard it is to, to, to meet a quality the quality uh, sister out there and everything. And I saw the uh, the seminar a few years back when it was in Atlanta with Steve Harvey, Sherry Shepard, and everybody out there. And when I saw that seminar based upon the Nightline upon the Nightline special. I have to say that that was the most one-sided seminar I've ever seen. I'm like, nobody mentioned anything about accountability for some of the choices that the women actually made in this. It was almost like they swept it under the rug, like 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 that was too taboo to even bring up. And I kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and it was never brought up. And and I, and, and me and my homeboys, we kept saying the same thing the whole time. We were like, okay. They're only telling half truths. Then I bring out the whole, the, uh, the the uh, the real. Then I bring out the full issue. Then I then I bring it out. So when I so when I heard a couple of your videos and I saw a couple of your uh, your shows, I was like, damn, you and uh, Tim Alexander for Diary of a Tired Black Man. I was like, I was like, finally, some other brothers finally finally bringing some of these issues out in the forefront. Right. I appreciate it, man. Let everybody know where you're calling in from. Oh, I'm calling from uh, Arlington, Texas. Funny how you mentioned Beyonce, because you know down here in about a week and a half, that concert with Jay is going to be down here. Matter of fact, I'm right up the street from AT&T Stadium, where it's going to be jumping off at, and you can just, and, and you talk about it, it's going to be, it might be some ratchetness going down. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to, trying to predict anything, but, uh, you might you might have a good idea that maybe a little little ratchetness going on around that time that conference jumps off. Oh oh yeah absolutely yo my man I appreciate you man you know keep listening keep calling in you know this is one of those shows where you know any if you're cool male or female you always got you know a place here call into the show anytime um, <clears throat> you know we we just need more positivity we need more realness and you know as you see whether it's Texas. You know, people calling from the West Coast, East Coast, up north, down south, doesn't matter. You know, real is real. Men are men, real men, you know, you know, especially, like you said, 30s, early 40s, whatever it is. You know, looking for a wife. <clears throat> we all want the same thing. Nobody wants Beyonce. Nobody wants Nicki Minaj. We just want truly classy. And one of the things that he said is, is, is about the... Uh, you know that why or why can't I find a man? That seminar that they did, he's right. It was one side. I remember we did a whole show and I did a video on it. But you know, you, you cannot question why you know your relationship status. You can't question you know your what you've achieved or or not achieved in life without actually taking a look at the choices and the the decisions that you have made. You know, you have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to be real, like, if you know you've got 30 bodies under your belt, like, you, you know you've given it up, like, you know back in the day you used to be a little pr- promiscuous, okay, that's cool. That doesn't mean all hope is lost. That doesn't mean that God can't bless you with love. 
but it does mean that you have to do some self-reflection on, you know, on, on your decisions. You know, because it's the, the sex, let me be clear, you know, I, I, I know a lot of women out there who have made mistakes, you know, who have had some sex, that you can still have love, understand that. The number is not the problem. It's the emotional unavailability. It's the baggage that's often associated with having, you know, 50 penises inside of you. You feel them, like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you let the, the soul ties we're talking about. So if, unless and until you deal with those issues that come with, you know, promiscuity, you're going to be single. The attitude, the bitterness, the hurt, pain, the resentment. You know what I'm saying? That can all be dealt with, and I can help you with that through private counseling. Myself, Osho, Courtney, like we can help with that, but you've got to take that step. Don't just think, oh, yeah, I've just, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? I've been drinking, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and I'm good now. You know, I've spent my whole 20s getting smashed off, you know, one night stands, and, and I can just go from that straight to being in a right. No, it doesn't work like that. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't work like that. There's, there's steps that have to be taken, you know. So is there soul ties that need to be broken? There's attitudes that need to be lost. Courtney, what do you think about my man from uh, from Texas? Great comments, um, especially about just um, the lack of accountability and, and the whole um, Nightline special. I agree with that because I've watched it as most people have, and I saw that lacking in that area too. It was all about, you know, these men aren't this or they don't make enough and their education isn't where I would like it to be and all that stuff. But he's right. They didn't say anything about their past or it's just, you know, maybe things that they could have done differently or how they contributed to them being single. So very good point. Right, and let me just say this also before we move. I see more calls. I'll go right back to the phone lines, 646-200-0366. You have a question, comment, anything to say. But, uh, you know, you have to keep in mind what it go, what it comes down to as far as what we look for. Nobody cares about and I said this in the video that the, that the chicks went ahead and tried to make a rebuttal to or whatever. Nobody cares about your master's degree. <clears throat> Nobody cares that you just bought a house. Nobody cares that you have long hair. They really don't care if it's a long weave, but that's, you know what I'm saying? We'll come back to that. But none of that matters. Nobody cares if you have a nice body, you work out. None of that matters. None of that is going to help you get it. Because what happens is a lot of women, they have developed a sense of entitlement because of those material things, because of that education, because of that BMW in the driveway. And what happens is it's like, you think, well, I ha-, like even Sherry Shepard said. Now, 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 look at her, single, multiple abortions, you no know, husband cheating or now fired from the View. Now all that stuff that she thought she had, it all goes poof. You know what I'm saying? Go back and watch that that uh, you know that that seminar that they did, <clears throat> and listen to her ridiculous views and look at where it got her now. Look at her. You see what I'm saying? She sat up there on her high horse, and I predicted. Oh, remember we talked about this several years ago? We did the whole show on it. And I told you, I said, see, watch where Sherry Shepard will be in, in about three, four years. And it, well, this is where she is in three, four years. You guys remember that, right? Google Sherry Shepard on the Data on Tolbert show. We did a whole show on Sherry Shepard. Cheated on. Heading for divorce. Do you remember that, Courtney? Yes, I do. I remember that. I predict everything. 
You see what I'm saying? People looked at me like I was crazy. What do you mean? They, 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 the psychos debated me. What are you talking about? Isn't she married? Didn't she just get married? Don't she look happy? Why are you trying to bring her down? What are you talking about? She don't seem like she... I bet her husband like... Okay. What husband now? Where's her husband now? You see what I'm saying? Like, that, it's no... That's it, it may seem right for the moment, but unless the foundation is right, it will all come crumbling down. Eventually. Eventually. If it's not blessed by God, if you're not emotionally available, if you're dealing with a non-elite man, a non-true man of God, guess what's going to happen? It's not going to work out. I don't care who you are, celebrity or no celebrity. A lot of people say, what do you mean? Kim Kardashian just got married and, you know what I'm saying, you did a whole show on her too. She just got married in Italy. Okay. I'll tell you now like I told you then. Just wait a few years. And then we'll come, we'll revisit this when all hell breaks loose. It's, that's how it goes. <clears throat> and it's not because I'm wishing them bad. It's just that's just what the Bible says. You know what I'm saying? You can't build that, that you know, a happy foundation without God. You can't build a foundation of love with somebody who calls himself Jesus, making a mockery of Jesus. That's not going to work. You know? Not, see, another call in the line from the 718 area code. Welcome to the Day Don Tober Show. Brother Daydon, what's going on? It's Ray from Staten Island. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on with you? Hey, man, I'm doing well, you know, listening to the show. And uh, FYI, Brother Daydon, the next time you do uh, Between Brothers, you said it was what, July 27th? Yeah. You finally gave me something to do on my 40th birthday, man, so thank you. Oh, man, yo, happy birthday, you know, early birthday if I don't talk to you. <clears throat> that's what's up, man. Tune in. We've, we've been doing these things, man. That's what it's for. It's for brothers like me, like you, like Osho, man, my brother, my man down from uh, our new friend from Texas, you know, whoever, man, you know, get, hit us up. What, what's going on, though? What you think about tonight's show? No, hey, listen to me. I, I'm loving everything you're talking about tonight, you know, tonight's show as far as, you know, um, how how um, the emotional availability of, availability of women, why they're so frustrated about why they're not viewed as classy when they're allowing men to to smash and stuff. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm with you, bro. Bro, listen to me. This coming October for me makes seven years since I last had some, bro, and that was a choice I made because because the thing is um, when I when I um. When it came down to it, I realized that the whole smashing thing, the whole allowing myself to, you know, be quote-unquote promiscuous, I don't know if it's appropriate for a brother to say, but, you know, it clouded my judgment in a lot of areas. You know, as far as things I said I wanted in a wife, you know, I just couldn't see in the women I was smashing. And a lot of that was my fault because it takes two to tango. So... So, you know, in, in listening to your shows, it's confirming uh, very well how I view those women, how I, how I once viewed myself, and how I view whoever God blesses me with as Mrs. Ray Carlos Bannister. So, you know, I, I, you know, I keep on listening to you because the thing is you're speaking my language. You're speaking my mind, bro. And, yeah, you know, I talk about you all the time. As a matter of fact, the thing is, I will say this, um, you know, you talk about how uh, certain preachers are afraid to talk about certain things. I got to say this, bro. I, 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 I won't be too long, I promise. But, um, you know, um, the church I go to, when, uh, when I first started going there on a regular, I was shocked when my pastor talked about Beyonce the way she did, in the sense where 
it's like, you know, as you said, there's certain preachers who are afraid to talk about certain things. And my, my, I would say my pastor and her husband, they are not looking for popularity. They're there to preach the word of God. So when I first heard her say, what's wrong with Beyonce shaking the thing up on that stage? I was shocked because I'm not used to preachers going there. And that's how real my pastor is. So you see, you see the thing is, you know, the BET Awards, a lot of people were waiting for Beyonce and Jay-Z to perform. My thing is, who cares? I didn't care about that. I didn't care about Nicki Minaj. I watched it for Chris Rock. I watched it for the Lionel Richie tribute and all the things that were positive. And that was the first time I watched the BET Awards in years. It'll be a while before I do, but let me tell you, man, Brother Daydons, uh, I just want to say uh, you've been in my life since 2012. Uh, God bless you. Keep doing your thing. Continue to keep it real. And, you know, the thing is, you know, as far as mainstream popularity, you know, you're you're popular with God and all the people who are believers. That's where it counts. So keep doing you, Lady Courtney. God bless you, too, and keep doing your thing. Yo, thanks a lot, bro. I appreciate it. You know, and let me just say this. That that means a lot to me, you know, <clears throat> because uh, that's confirmation for me as well. You know, I mean, it's... You know, we live in a society where where numbers talk. You know what I'm saying? Where popularity and advertising and just you know, it's all this stuff. And I mean, I, I I conquered that you know a while ago. But you know, as far as not trying to conform to the world and not trying to be some type of celebrity or you know, I I, I dealt with that years ago when you saw the shift in in the you know the direction of the show. But aside from that, it's, it's still confirmation and encouraging just to hear positive brothers you know who love Jesus Christ who are not afraid to say that they love Jesus Christ. And and if there's a let me just say this because there will be shows where you hear a lot of calls, there will be shows where you hear no calls, there will be shows where you hear a couple calls. See, it doesn't matter because it, it what it goes to show you is that everyone listens to the show. I mean, let's be clear about that. Everyone listens, but there are very few people who are uh, who are comfortable enough in their skin and comfortable enough in their relationship with God to actually call in and confirm and con- you know what I'm saying what what's being said so i appreciate hearing real brothers you know like the, like what you just heard from these two brothers you know who are who are do, who love God and not afraid to say that they love God go look around go scroll through your facebook time uh, line and and you know the news feed you will see a serious shortage of brothers who are who are confident to say that they love Jesus you, I mean, just know you know you know that, you know. I, I'm sure you can probably count on one hand, if that, probably only a couple fingers, the number of men who actually will even reference God in any manner publicly, and and mm-hmm. that's there's a problem with that. But just so I just say all to say is it's it's you know real men are true, and, and excuse are, are few and far between. Courtney, what did you think about just hearing these two brothers calling in, um, confirming what we've pretty much known for a while? Just great is is great calls. Just great to just to hear from them. Great to hear from um, Ray. You know he calls in from time to time, and um, it's just good. Um, I, I wanted just to encourage him just on his journey. You know of celibacy, um, just to keep going. And seven years that's that's something to be proud of. And I know that that was not easy, or it is not easy. So um, yeah. That's what I have to say about that. That's my comment. Yeah, and let me just tell. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just say that I meant to comment on that. I mean, see, that's real right there. You know, that's real. That's honest, um, because a lot of men won't tell you that. You know, a lot of men won't do that. But seven years, and there's no reason. You know, he's not calling and lie. There's no reason to lie about that. I mean, you know, what I'm saying that's what he's doing. And and I was telling Courtney a few weeks ago, even 
the only here's the thing, this is how you can tell when somebody's on fire for God. There's no reason to not have sex other than God. You see what I'm saying? Like this, like sex feels good. There's a lot of beautiful women out here, a lot of sexy bodies out here. You know, women see nice things, they like to look at men see nice things. You know, we live in a worldly, a fleshly, if that's even a world society. There's no reason whatsoever not to partake in the pleasures of this world, you know, other than wanting to live for Jesus Christ. So if you have somebody who has not touched anything in seven years, you can be sure that the reason for that is to be pleasing for God and and is to get a blessing from God. And I respect that as a man, because we all know as men, you know, it's a lot of, you know, temptation out here. So... You know, just but just to encourage that brother, you know, that's a blessing, you know, to God. It, it is pleasing to God, and He will be rewarded by God, just like I was rewarded by God, and I'm still being rewarded for God by God for obedience. It's funny, you know, and I just say this real quick, not to preach y'all, but I mean, I just think about my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, I, I should be dead by now. You know, like really, I mean, I've had actual run-ins with death, like multiple times, and you know, walked away with, you know, no scratches, no nothing. I'm here, healthy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's only because of the grace of God. And so I think that when you live right, I know, I think, I know, when you do what you're supposed to do, you know, you will be blessed. But as we talked about on the other show, how you block blessings with sex, especially our last between brothers on the the punishment for sin. That was like the deepest show I've ever done. But you see what happens. You know, Ray is going to be rewarded with that. You know, I am re- being rewarded by obedience. Courtney will be rewarded for it. You guys out there will be rewarded. And one thing, last thing I'll say about that is that when you are partaking in the sins of the flesh, your life will be in shambles. You will go, I mean, men cry themselves asleep at night too. You know what I'm saying? Men men are not happy campers out here. And like he said, his judgment was clouded, he wasn't happy. But when he when he left that, you know, that, that that those women alone, he left those promiscuous ways in the past, things started to get better. You hear the you hear my voice, you hear his voice, you hear the happiness, you hear the you see what I'm saying? Like there's a similarity between how how I sound and how Ray sounds, even the other young brother. Did you are you you see what I'm saying, Courtney? You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you can hear it. There's a certain something there. Just like when sometimes women call in, you know, you can tell they're they're not all bogged down with with the hurt, pain, and resentment, and and just sin. There's so, it's something. It's like the joy of the Lord, and you can hear that, you know. And so, um, you know, I just you know, it's, you know, I appreciate the calls. I appreciate the feedback. Like he said, though, I mean, not that I care. I really, I genuinely don't care. Like my wife and I, we we started this show. Years ago And You know She was the only person listening You know what I mean There was nobody from Texas There was nobody from New York There was nobody in Chicago There was nobody nowhere It was her She was listening I was talking to myself You know But God has You know Spread this This show around the world In a short amount of time You know With no advertising I've never spent a dime on advertising You know what I'm saying These, These are all blessings You see what I'm saying I've never spent one dime On to advertise this show any advertising you see here is from word of mouth or Facebook or something like that, Twitter, whatever. So I, I say all that to say, just be be obedient and be faithful, and you will get what you want, plain and simple. 
But since everybody's talking about this whole Beyonce and Jay-Z thing, I mean, shall we talk about the on-the-run tour, Courtney, since it just came to Philly on, uh, what was it, yesterday, I believe? Is that okay? Should we do it? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it. Here's the thing. I mean... And I, in a little bit, we're going to talk about the uh, emotional availability pop quizzes because those are I want to definitely want to talk about those. But <laughs> I, I don't know if I think I mean a lot of people gave it the thumbs up, but I mean as many people gave it the thumbs up, there are a lot more who actually probably disagree because they you know worship them. But I, I went out on a limb and said, look, you have to be an idiot. And I know I offended some people who I'm probably cool with, but I'm just saying you, 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 that's it's just not smart. You know, it's not logical to spend $375 or whatever those tickets cost. I know they're somewhere around there to go see Beyonce and Jay-Z. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people are saying, you know, somebody even asked me, well, why? I said, tune into the show. I'll tell you why. But the reality is it's not. I mean, it's funny. As, as high as that price is just to go to a concert, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You can go to somebody's, like, you could probably see Stevie Wonder. I know, not probably. You can see Stevie Wonder. Like, actual classic artists. Anita Baker, Patti LaBelle, whoever. You know, Jill Scott. You know, even Alicia Keys for, for much less than that. Like, actual people who have, have musical talent. And I shouldn't even say it, because I shouldn't say Beyonce doesn't have talent, because she does. And Jay-Z has talent. He also does. But, so it's not about the price, though. Although the price is ridiculous, and you'd be crazy to spend it. But it's not as crazy as it is. It's not about the price. A lot of people are focused, and I think, I, and that's why a lot of people gave it the thumbs up. A lot of people were feeling that post because they look, they're looking at it from a strictly monetary standpoint. But I like what someone said on the thread, as they said, "Look, I wouldn't even see it if it was." You see, a lot of people say, "Well, I'll just wait till they put it on the video, or I'll wait until they get the, somebody puts the live stream." I'm like, you're missing the point. It's not about a live stream. It's about what you're allowing into your spirit. You have to understand what Jay-Z and Beyonce represent, what they what what they signify as far as being loved or loving the things of the world. Okay? I mean, you really got to dig deep into these people's lyrics. You got to look at the fact that this guy calls himself Jehovah, which is I mean, this is serious stuff, guys. This is really serious stuff. You know, like, if you listen to the show on the punishment for sin, blessings for obedience, which are abundant, but specific punishment for sin, there is no forgiveness at the end of the day for blasphemy. Okay? That is an unforgivable sin. When you take and make a mockery, you take the Lord's name, you make a mockery of the Lord, that is a that's a, on one side of the fence you do not want to be. Okay, Jay Z is going as it stands now. Will be spending eternity in damnation. Beyonce too. And so, if you want to take, I'm not being serious now. If you want to take that ride, like that's what that's their future. Now I don't know if they have some miraculous transformation. If that's planned for, hey, I hope so. I pray for their souls. I do honestly. But, uh, you know, barring something like that, they're on their way to hell based on what the word says. You know what I'm saying? They're making mockeries of God. They're living for the world. They're, um, you know, holding up uh, in high esteem things that God hates. 
That's, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can, oh, you're judging them, and how do you know who, the, no, no, you, the word is very specific about who will inherit the kingdom of God. As it stands now, based on, they're not doing that. So, my point is, when you, when you publicly and even pu- privately align yourself with people who align themselves with the world, who live for the world, who represent things, things that God hates, well, what does that mean for you? If they're going to hell, if they're singing about hell, if they're you know loving money and power and fame, and these are all things that make you an enemy of God, as the Bible says, well then you're you're going to the concert, you're throwing up the you know what I'm saying the, the diamond sign, all this other crap. You know you're you're loving. I mean, what is how how good can your relationship with God possibly be? So, no, it's not about the price of the concert. It has nothing to do with that, actually. It has to do with what are you allowing into your soul? Who do you represent? You guys remember that all-time classic show? What do you stand for, the world or the word? you got to make a choice. So if you choose, I'm telling you right now, if you choose Beyonce, if you choose Jay-Z, you ain't choosing God. So that's what we got to look at. And it's not just them. It's just the world as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Loving the things of the world makes you an enemy of God. An enemy of God. We've been reading in the Old Testament what happens to the enemies of God. The Israelites destroyed entire towns and cities that were filled with giants. Actual giants. Not no, like, you know, uh, metaphorical giants, but actual giants. You understand that? And they they killed them. They destroyed them because they had God on their side. You have seen and have been reading through our Bible challenge what happens to the enemies of God, right? You don't want to be an enemy of God. Jay-Z and Beyonce are enemies of God. Someone who calls himself Jehovah making a mockery of God is surely in the epitome of the enemy of God. I don't think that's the side that you want to be on, Courtney. I mean, is it? No, not at all. No. I mean, I mean, why would you want to? I mean, I, I, I just, I, you know, what I'm saying, I look at people's lives, and I, I try not to. But I mean, if it's you put it out there on Facebook, and you happen to be on my friends list, and you're talking about how great these people are, and how excited you get about going to a concert, I mean, well, I mean. I would even care less if you were even care or got even remotely excited on Sunday mornings about church. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't even get excited about church. You don't even get excited about the Word of God, but you're excited about going to the On the Run tour. Yeah, like that. That's for that's a slap in the face. I can't wait to do this show. That might be the next show. I got a lot of shows, topics I want to do, but I may just have to. I was I was reading the Bible today, man. I was like, well, I wanted to really make tonight's show that just on um, forgetting where you came from. You know what I'm saying? Talking about like Deuteronomy, the beginning of Deuteronomy, first few chapters of that. I mean, people forget that they used to be homeless. People forget they used to be stuck in a dead end relationship. But now, you know what I'm saying? But Beyonce and Jay Z come to town. They forget all the blessings of God. You know what I mean? They, they, that puts them in that sexual mind state. They go ahead after it. Because it's not just the concert, is it? I mean, let's be honest. It's not just the concert. 
It's the drinks before the concert. It's the drinks during the concert. It's the sex after the concert. It's the total separation from God surrounding the concert. Because you can't go to the concert, worship Jay-Z and Beyonce, and then go read your Bible later on. I mean, you're not going to do that. If it's not the sex after the concert, maybe it's the bottom sock drawer after the concert. Because let's be honest, you're not coming home and just going to sleep, are you, Courtney? I mean, let's be. I mean, no. we fooling, ladies. Y'all know what y'all do when you when you when you when you turn on the Beyonce CD, dancing around in your drawers, feeling a little freaky. I know the deal. I've had women tell me specifically the deal. I get it. But if you, it's all about what you want. It's all about what you want. Do you want love? Do you want blessings? Do you want to be on God's side? Or do you want to be an enemy enemy of God? If you want to be on God's side, you've got to eliminate the things of the world. And I'm not going to say it's easy. You've got to eliminate your worldly friends. You've got to eliminate the worldly TV shows, the worldly music, the worldly concerts. But the great thing about it is that you'll feel a lot better once you do. I was, I was reading the Bible, Deuteronomy 3.11. said, King Og of Bashan was the last survivor of the Raphaites. His bed was made of iron and was more than 13 feet long and 6 feet wide. It can still be seen uh, in the Ammonite city of Rabbah. That's a pretty big bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see what I'm saying? What God can do, who he can help you destroy, actual giants. You see what I'm saying? And And you want to that's who you wanna you want that someone like that as an enemy, Courtney. Right. You you choose Beyonce and Jay Z over somebody who can actually help you destroy giants. Not me. You know what I'm saying, y'all? That's crazy. I'll tell any I'll look anybody in their eye and tell them they're crazy. You choose Jay Z and Beyonce over God, you're an idiot. Yeah, I mean that's that's just stupid, and it's well, it's stupid, but more importantly, it's ignorant, because you clearly just don't know what the consequences of of, of choosing the world over God are, and you don't know how great your life could be when you don't choose the world. So that's what that post. I told y'all I would go over it for y'all. And, and, and explain for y'all Although not that it needs an explanation It's kind of self-explanatory It's just stupid to spend $375 To go see someone Who's going to send you straight to hell You say well how is Beyonce and Jay-Z Going to send me to hell No they're not going to send you to hell You're sending yourself to hell by choosing them You know So I'm just Just saying man I'm just saying. I said you. I said online. You said you get more excited about celebrities than you Jesus, you do Jesus Christ, but then wonder why you're not being blessed. You know. And my my homie down there in Texas, he said that it just came to Philly. The concert came to Philly. It's coming to Texas. Beyonce's hometown. You are like you said. You already know it's going to be crazy down there. You already know what it's going to be about. You know, just absolute foolishness. Is any thoughts on that, Courtney? Before we keep it moving. Well, I was gonna all I was gonna say about it is just that people just need to be mindful of, you know, the fact that it's not just, you know, a song. Like it's deeper than that because her lyrics 
are just very promiscuous, very hoish. So it's not just, oh, you're singing a song and dancing. A lot of times, you know, you're living out those lyrics or thinking about that. You know, if you're, you know, reinforcing, you know, her performances and all of that stuff, surely that means that you, you know, live that type of lifestyle or at least desire to. So you just have to be very mindful of that. I was never really a Beyonce fan, but um, I will say, like, certain songs, We'll come on in the club and we will often dance and it will put us in a just very uh, sexual state of mind, you know, like Freakum Dress or Give Me Body, you know, those types of songs. Just got to be careful about that. Yeah, probably one of the best shows and most informative shows that I've ever done was a couple of years ago where we actually um, outlined, I forget what it was called, I mean, I know I changed the title a couple of times, but if you Google, you know, celebrities who've sold their souls and or Beyonce and how she's destroying the the community, but you know where we really took an in depth look at the the last really the career of Beyonce, you know from from day one. I'm talking about from her her start in gospel, you know, just to you know looking at these songs like Soldier and uh, Independent Woman, Survivor, Freakum Dress, Party, um, one like just all these the like and actually breaking down the lyrics. So cuz a lot of people they don't they don't, you know, the enemy has a way of blinding people to the actual true meaning of a lot of these songs. Um and but we actually broke it down and so I would just say, you know, listen to that show. Go back a little bit through the archives and listen to that and really like if you're not sure like the effect that she's having, just really listen to what these little girls are listening to nowadays. You know, it's it's actually uh disgusting. It's sickening. You know, so but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, not what I mean. It's not really what it is, but because it, it's important, and we need to talk about it. In fact, one of the things that the Bible says uh, in First Peter it says, "Live as people who are free, not, however, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but instead to live as servants of God." You're not serving God at the Beyonce and Jay Z concert. All right, you know that's First Peter two uh, two sixteen. You know, so in fact, one of the things I was going to tell you also, um, like I said, a little preview of what we're going to be talking about with when Osho and I come back for the uh, Between Brothers, is um, just you know the effects of of horoscopes and worldly things like yoga, astrology, you know, just stuff that's just not of God. Um, and in fact, the word says over in Deuteronomy uh, four nineteen. I'm just, oh, I can't. I would just encourage y'all, man. If y'all have this, is becoming like I said, one of my favorite books in the Bible. Really read Deuteronomy. It's just a classic book. Um, but it says, when you look up into the sky and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the forces of heaven, don't be seduced into worshiping them. That's so crazy, right there. Because that's what happens. We get, we see certain things. Whether it's in the sky, whether it's at the concert, whether it's on TV, the BET Awards, people's lifestyle, we get seduced by the media, by the entertainment industry, and into worshiping them. You hear a song, you get seduced. The enemy seduces you into worshiping whatever it is that they're talking about. So, so when you see them, it says, don't be seduced into worshiping them. You know, we can look at it from that perspective or if you really want to break it down, which I know Osho will really go into, but when you look up into the sky, right, 
and you see the sun, the moon, the stars, right? You you don't want to worship them. Some people worship astrology. You see how you see how this is a direct warning against astrology. It's talking about what is astrology, Courtney? Isn't it about the moon, the stars, the sun, and all that crap? Right. Uh huh. The alignment That's of the stars. The al- right. The alignment of the stars. All that foolishness. It says specifically, when you look into the sky and see the sun, the moon, the stars, the forces of heaven, don't be seduced into worshiping them. You worship God, not the stars. But what, so that based, based, if people read Deuteronomy, would anybody in their right mind pay attention to horoscopes? No. You you couldn't if you. But that's what the word is there for. So, but let's do. Let's get into some of these uh, these pop quizzes. A lot of a uh, lot of uh, interesting discussions. One of the things I'll say before we did that, my, I lost a bet. My wife dared me. She told. I, I told you I like that new song by, by the dude uh, Sam Smith uh, called "Stay with Me." And I was saying, uh, she's like, "Dare you to post that on Facebook?" I said, I'll post, I'll "Shoot, you know me." I said, "I don't care." Post it. I was saying that you know Mary J. Blige. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard this song, Courtney? Yeah, I saw the video too. Yeah. Do you think that it's necessary to have Mary J. Blige on that song? No. <laughs> I watched it. It just didn't fit. Their voices just don't fit well together. It's just. I agree with what you said. <laughs> it was a hot mess. It was just. <laughs> Like, she just needs to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> just sit down. Just retire. Just give up. You know what I mean? Like, she's, just stop. Like, I'm like, why are you even on this song? He kills it. That's like my favorite song right now. And she just comes on there just singing. It's just, you could tell. I mean, you know what it was for, just to try to bring more, you know, popularity to the song. You know, but no, it's just, you know. I, I Listen, I don't get embarrassed. Hey guys, that like I I I could fall down a flight of steps in front of millions and not care and pop right back up. It that once you once you get to a certain level of confidence within yourself, but, but more importantly, confidence and faith in God, you really don't care what anybody says or anybody thinks. You see what I'm saying? Like you don't. Like you don't care about your Facebook friends. You don't care about your real friends. You don't care about anything. Is you know what I'm saying? As long as God gives you that ultimate thumb up. You know, and I want—I would just encourage everybody, to, you know, to try to get to that point. You know, read the Bible. You know, not not succumb to the temptation to be seduced by the world, because you know what I'm saying. It's it's, it's all gonna fade away. You know, your friends are gonna fade away. You know, all this stuff, the the accolades, the you know, Twitter and Facebook. Just a couple of years ago, it was MySpace, and people were complaining about not being on somebody's top eight list. Now who cares about top eight? Now, you see what I'm saying? Just like it's easy as that just went away, Twitter is going to go away, Facebook, but God's word will always be there. You ever thought about that, according to stuff that we think matters so much, does it even matter in the long run? Yeah, I mean, now that you put it like that, it really, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Right. But I, you let know, me I let you really just caught up. Oh, keep going. No, 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 go ahead. No, the last thing I was just going to say is that I was just really caught up in that and just, like, keeping up with people. 
you know, keeping up with the Joneses, wanted to be on this website and, you know, wanted to see what other people were doing. I was one of those people that got hurt if I wasn't in someone's top ten or whatever, top eight uh, in my space. I mean, yeah, it's just none of it matters. None of that stuff matters, guys. You know, I go back. There's people. It's funny. I, I will. Um, some I rare, rarely do this, but I may come across somebody's page or maybe somebody I was cool with across my mind, and I'll just happen to click, you know, type their name in or whatever, and it'll be like add friend. I'm like, whoa. I'm like that. Oh snap. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Maybe they were on my other page. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold on, I know they didn't delete me. You know what I'm saying? So I like log into my other account and like it'll be like ad friend. I'm like, yo, and, and I mean, I, you know, I don't care, but I'm saying it'll just be like, wow, like people will actually just be removed from your life. People that you're cool with, or you think that you're cool with. And I say all that to say those people that you think are so important, the people that you're trying to impress the most. Ninety percent of the time, they really don't care about you and will delete you from their life just like that. But you will base and even sacrifice your relationship with God to please those people who really don't care about you in the slightest. How crazy is that, Courtney? That's so true, though. That's so true. I'm just like, wow. People yeah, people are going to school with, people I've like, you know what I'm saying? We're just speaking to, it seems like, recently. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, they're not even on my page. And I'm like, they just deleted me from the... I'm like, okay, that's cool. But it just goes to show you that I'm doing... You know, that's that's when you know you're doing the right thing. You know, when you start losing friends, you start, you know what I'm saying, people who you think were you were cool with, you're, you find out are not... That means you're being pleasing to God. You know, if you... Because if, there were times... I mean, when you... When everybody wants to be your friend, you got to ask yourself, well, wait a minute. What am I doing wrong? You see what I'm saying? Why Why is that? Because if they're not close with God, but all those people want to be close with me, what, then when some, there's there's a disconnect there. Guys, think about that. Just a little self-reflection. Let's do some of these. Oh, I, w- I was going to play you all the, uh, y'all want to hear the uh, the call? You cool? You want to hear that real quick from the, from the, when I was on the radio? Yeah, I want to hear it. But y'all, I had it on a uh, recording a recording device here. I don't know how the sound is going to be. We'll see if it, uh, it, you know, what I'm saying it, uh, it plays or carries over. Uh, but yeah, this is from when I was on uh, Hot 107.9. This was like last week, and they were just talking about the, uh, you know, the what's the name, the, uh, you know, the uh, Ti and Floyd Mayweather and all that. Hold on, I'm gonna let y'all hear it right now. Hold on, here it is, right here. And whatnot. We are talking about what happened on the red carpet. Well, not really, but we are because remember on the red carpet, uh, Tiny was on there doing an interview. Floyd tried to come up and say something, and she was like, "Gone. Like I can't really be talking to you right now, dude. You know you got me in trouble with my man." She went zero to sixty. Yo, it was amazing to watch. So we're asking everybody else out there and Jamara. So your mate doesn't want you to speak to somebody. What do you do? Eight five 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 seven five one zero seven nine. You know how Shamara feels. You know how I feel that I'm still gonna speak to that person. Okay. Eight five 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 seven five one zero seven nine. What would you do? Oh, the reality is, y'all gotta do what your mate wants you to do if you expect to continue to be in that relationship. You know, if you want to be in a relationship, then you gonna do what that person is requesting from you. If you uh, want to be single, then you're gonna have a mentality of I'm gonna do what I want to do. That independent mentality that that keeps a lot of women single. Oh well, I'm gonna still do what I want to do. And it's 
too hot to be listening to somebody tell you that they that you they don't want you being friends with somebody. Please, girl, we both know. Well, it's about respect, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hear that? You might wait. Say that one more time. She can hear. It's, it's about respect. Okay. Okay. Well, here he gonna respect my choice. Okay. See. To finish speaking to my friend. That's okay. She a work in progress. Who is this? Appreciate you calling. I'm one oh seven nine. All right. So your mate doesn't want you to speak to somebody. What do you do? enough for that. Courtney, what you think about that? I I um I did like your call and your point, but it was funny just to hear their reactions to it. It was like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do so it was crazy. It was like they just the whole respect aspect went out of the window. But it seemed like when the second um person called when the lady called in it seemed like they were more on her side. Yeah, you know that's a good observation, Courtney. Because one of the things is, you know, I, you know me, I'm gonna keep it real, regardless. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, women have a uh, a problem or you know some type of issue. In many cases, uh, you know, hearing <clears throat> hearing certain things from a man. Um, you know, whereas I've I've had things, I've had women repost my actual advice, and they get 500 thumbs up. But I post that same advice, and they get like 50 thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Like crazy stuff, just like, you know, weird stuff. You know what I mean? But that's how it is sometimes, you know. But, um, yeah, you know, ladies, and I, was just, I just wanted to let you all hear that because it's all about respect. It's not about being right. It's not about justification. It's just about, you know, what do you want? Do you want to be cheated on? Do you want a man to, you know, ultimately propose to you and, you know, and actually mean it, actually be passionate about spending the rest of his life? Or do you want to, you know, be have your male friends? Be clear. And we're going to be doing an updated version of it because we did a classic show a couple, uh, probably several months ago on, on platonic friends and, um, you know, friends, these these niggas that y'all, for whatever reason, surround yourselves with, you know, those guys that you're quote-unquote cool with, they're keeping you single. I'm telling you all right now. I'm telling you right now. If you have men on your Facebook page who compliment you and tell you how beautiful you are, how sexy you are, and deep down and you got, you know, you got that gut feeling that they like you, but you just try to act like y'all are just cool. I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Trust me, you you are. I'm telling you, you're single now, and you will always be single as long as those men remain in your life. I promise you that. The only way to have love is to eliminate first identify those men and then eliminate those men. Go to your pay, Facebook page now. If you need some help, I'll do a free Facebook profile analysis with you. We can go through your page together and identify anyone who might be problematic. And I'll tell you straight up, if they're there, you're going to be single. If they're not there, then you're probably, you know, well, we can talk about it, but, you know, you're that's you're ahead of the game. So it's not all about that, but that is a huge 
something huge that keeps a lot of women uh, single, you know, and just not being taken seriously. Uh, so it's important. Let's talk about it, but let's talk about it. Like, and, and we're going to continue doing these pop quizzes to get you more so into the mind frame of not thinking like a man, because that would be ludicrous and ridiculous, but just understanding the thought process of of how we think, what we what helps and influences our decision-making in regards to you, all right, which is most important. Let, let's do some of these questions. Here's one. We'll do the first one. This was very good. Uh, you're single, okay? You're single and looking for love. You're cool with this guy at work who you suspect may like you. He's never made any disrespectful comments or come on to you in any way whatsoever. But there's something about the way that he looks at you. One Friday, he and some other coworkers are going out for drinks. He invites you out with them. What do you do and why? This was, you know, I told y'all I have to, at this point, you know, try to come up with some new and creative questions for you because you guys have been listening to the show. You know, you've been, um, you know, you've just really been doing a good job of, you know, listening and and analyzing and applying it to your life. And so a lot of these questions y'all are getting you know what I'm saying? So I gotta, you know, get, throw y'all some curveballs. But Courtney, what is your uh, your thoughts on this one? So you go out with them. You go out, you know, to for drinks with them. But can I can I be honest for a second? Sure. <laughs> this stumped me too. <laughs> uh, that's because... real. It stumped a lot of people. Yeah. This, so the answer I'm giving you is based off of you know. The correct answer, but that's not what I originally thought. Um, what I originally thought was, no, I'm not going to go out with them um, because, you know, it's something about the way he looks at me. Is is he lusting after me? And so my mind automatically went to, okay, he's targeting me for sex. Like a lot of the ladies thought. I I I got that impression too. Um, but as I saw, you know, what you were saying that that's not, you know, necessarily the case. Because there was nothing disrespectful said or anything like that. Right. So it's nothing wrong with going out. Right. And I have the thread here in front of me. And I want to read some answers. I'm, I'm not going to put anybody's name out there, although the thread is still there over in the group. I just want to read some responses. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. But you know, because this is all we're all. This is look. There's no, no. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. We're all here to learn. We're all here to just stimulate the conversation. Um, you know, and just and just move forward in a positive way. So just, you know, as we talk about this, just take it as that. I'm not trying to play anybody, not trying to, you know what I mean, hurt any feelings. But some of these answers are indicative of emotional unavailability. Um, and what I mean, and like Courtney said, it stumped her, it stumped most women, because they're so used to being targeted for sex. They're so used to men looking at them with the lustful eye. They're so used to having to have an emotional wall up to prevent themselves from getting hurt the way they were hurt in the past. I get it. So when you hear, he looks at me, it's just something about the way he looks at you, your mind automatically reverts back to that guy who looked at you, but he did look at you with lust. He did. You did actually go out for drinks with him, but then ended up back at his crib and you let him smash. Because isn't that really what this is about? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't that because if something like that never happened, then you would never even think of that. You see what I'm saying? Like that, your mind wouldn't even go there. So, and if that happened, it happened. But the key is the key to emotional availability is taking the fact that it happened and allowing yourself to no longer use that situation as a model, you know, or allowing it to influence how you conduct yourself in the future. Let's read some of these answers. So, and again, before we read the answer, let's just read the question one more time. You're single, you're looking for love, you want love, okay? You're cool with this guy at work, like you're not like talking to him, you're not flirting with you're just, you know, cool, friendly. You suspect he might like you, might be interested in you. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't say he tried to talk to you, doesn't say he came on to you or flirted with you or disrespected you. That's why I said specifically he's never made any disrespectful comments. Or came on to you in any way. That's the key. If you guys saw this, this is the key phrase here. He's never disrespected you or came on to you in any way. But there might be, there's something about the way he looks at you. Let me tell you, as I said on the thread, I mean, I don't know what y'all want. Don't, when I met my wife, guess what? I looked at, there was something about the way I looked at her. I mean, let's get off our holy high horses here for a minute. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, people want love. They want to be, you know what I'm saying? They want to be in relationships. They want to have fun, but you're scared. Everybody wants to have sex with you. You're scared to, you know, put yourself out there. No, like, if, guess what? We still are going to be a, just still going to be an attraction. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still going to admire your body. He's still going to like your the way your face looks. He's still going to look at her your hair and be like, oh, wow, I like it. That's a good look on her. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's still got to, you know, be that attraction there. When my wife look, walks across the room, guess what? You know, <laughs> I give her a little look. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Y'all got to chill. Y'all got to relax a little bit. Nobody's having Bible study on Friday night, man. Not, not all the time. Sometimes we just want to chill, have a good time with you. Guess what? At some point, there will be some flirting, some playfulness. But guess what? That's a part of falling in love. You see what I'm saying? Y'all got to chill. Stop being so uptight. If you're cool with somebody at work and he likes you, and, hey, you're emotionally available, you like him too, hey, go for it. What, you want to be single forever? Somebody says, hey, look, let's hang out. Let's go out. What are you just going to say? No? Like, all right, no, I'm just going to go home and, and read my Bible. I mean, you can do that, but I'm just saying. If you, but the key, the first line here was you're single and looking for love. So if you're looking for love, you got to be open to love. Again, if you're emotionally available to receive. But let's just say hypothetically that's the case. Then what's wrong with it? Now, if somebody says here, she says, "What would you do?" Says, "Well, I would move on." It seems like he wants to have sex with you. Well, let's look at the the question. Where does it say anything in this question about he wants to have sex with you? Where does it say that? Nowhere. Right. Nowhere. It doesn't say anything like that. It just says he looks at you a certain type of way. Maybe that might just mean he's interested. That's all. Another young woman says, I would decline the offer. If he was a man of God who was truly viewing me as a potential mate, <laughs> there would be no doubts about it. Something about the way he looks at me seems lustful. Seems like he's only viewing me sexually. Plus our first date would not be out for drinks if he was truly viewing me in a respectful way. 
First of all, who said anything about a date? <laughs> See, a lot of women, who said anything about viewing you as a potential wife? See, I think that we get a little ahead of ourselves sometimes when we start, you know what I'm saying, when in the analyzation phase. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to understand, like, it's like this. If you apply for a job, Courtney, do you just automatically get that job? No. What do you got to do first? You got to go through the interviewing process. Right. You got to go through the interview. You got to, first of all, in many cases, now you got to go through the telephone interview. You got to go to the actual interview. You got to go to the second interview, the third interview. Then you got to meet with all the managers. Then they got to do a background check. Then they want to do a typing test or whatever, some type of assessment. Y'all know they send you a link. You got to go to this site, do a whole hundred question assessment to see what kind. Look, you got to go through a lot, you know. So and then, and only then is when they decide if they want to look at you as a potential candidate. You still got to go through the process. This is just part of the process. This isn't even. You're not even on that level. You got to show yourselves to be worthy first. I'm not even sure if I like if I invite you. I'm saying, look, Courtney. Hey, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm attracted to. Yeah, there's a. We might, you know, you, you're cool. You seem nice, but I don't know if you would be my potential wife. So look, let me look. Me and some homies, we're going out for some drinks. You know, why don't you come along? You know, just so I can see. You know, if you are in fact what I think you might be. There's nothing, I'm telling you all right now, there's nothing wrong with this question. Anyone who says no, they would not go, you know what I'm saying? As, I'm not, not, I mean, because this is what we're here for. We're here to learn, but this is just a good example of, like, emotional unavailability taking over and past ex- bad experiences prevailing in the decision-making process. There's nothing wrong with a guy just saying, hey, look, why don't you hang out? The only reason it would be a problem is if it was a similar situation that happened in the past that had a negative result. Let's read some other responses. Uh, uh, someone else said, "Yes, I would have to decline." And these people are getting thumbs up. You see what you showed, and it's you know it is what it is. This is a lot of um, this is a good question. It's a good learning experience. I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, someone says, "I would have to decline." I am in agreement. It seems like uh, seems a little lustful that if that was my thought, uh, that's what I thought about when he said uh, something about the way he looks at me. Also, he would invite me on a date alone, not with a group of people. If that were our first date, and he wouldn't waste time being quote unquote cool with me if he viewed me as a possible wife. He would have locked it down. <laughs> locked it down. You see what we're, you guys are jumping ahead. You guys are thinking locking down. I'm just trying to see if you're cool. You know, ladies, you have to remember what we talked about. And I get you're, you're, I like the fact that you're taking things that you hear on the show and applying it to these situations. I like that because a lot of this stuff is true, but in different, you know, instances. You know, you're right. A guy will not want to be your friend if he truly sees you as a wife. He will lock it down once he views you as a wife and sees, but you have to get to that point first. You see what I'm saying? There's certain things that have to happen first before I even take you out on a date. 
You see what I'm saying? Yes, the date will determine or multiple dates will determine do I see you as a future wife or not. But guess what? Everybody doesn't get to go on a date. If I only see you, if I work with you, Courtney, and I only see you at the copy machine, I only see you because I have to QC your your report once a week. If I only see you in passing as you're going to the women's room, I'm going to the men's room once or twice a week. That's the only contact that we have. Do I know enough about you to be able to say whether or not I want to actually take you out on an actual date? No, you don't, because most people have different personalities at work. I mean, it's more professional, so you're not seeing, you know, that side of me. Right. There's that, but here's another thing, just to look at it from a different perspective. I don't even know if I want to put myself out there like that, because here's the thing. Y'all know about office politics. I've been in the office environment, you know, for a good part of my life back in the day, and, I mean, you know, if you – have a coworker that you work with and you you know, you put yourself out and like, Hey, look, can I take you out on a date? You've already crossed a certain line. You've you've gone like you've already like if things don't work out, most likely it has the potential to be awkward. You've already quote unquote tried to talk to me. So now that as you guys the fellas know, you've already put yourself out there. It messes a lot of stuff up for the future. Because word talks, word of mouth, you know what I'm saying, travels Say, oh, so-and-so tried to talk to so-and-so. Now you're cool with so-and-so. Yeah, girlfriend, he tried to talk to me. Now I want to talk to her. Well, well, you tried to talk to my friend. Now that gets back to the boss. And now you're like the the office pimp. You see what I'm saying? We as men, we don't like to put ourselves out there like that, especially not in a work environment. But if it's a group of people, say, hey, look, it's, you know, no sweat off my back. If you go, you go. If you don't, you don't. Hey, we all go out to happy hour, have a good time. You know, I didn't try to talk to you. In fact, I was just being polite and invited you out with the rest of my coworkers. There's nothing wrong with that. Very informal. You guys got to lighten up. You see what I'm saying? You got to chill. In fact, I said that very much. I said, you guys have to chill with this suspicious spirit. I said, this doesn't say anything about lust. I said, I looked at my wife a certain type of way at first, too. There's nothing out with going, nothing wrong with going out with coworkers, uh, because he might turn out to be a true man of God. You don't know anything about him; he knows nothing about you. In situations like this is how, is how you figure out. And I said you may have just blocked the blessing for no reason at all. Um, I'll, I'll let me see here. What else? Let's read some other responses. Um, someone else says. Uh, the thought of just having drinks with coworkers after work is a great way to decompress. I'd actually accept the invitation and chit-chat with him and my other coworkers and possibly have a drink or two. Hey, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Got to chill. You got to lighten up. These men like women who are laid back, easy going. Not hoes, not giving it up, easy going, not easy like that, but just laid back, you know, cool, can have a good time, you know. Let's go back to some of his other responses. Um, what's this? <laughs> I can, I don't care. Terry doesn't care. She, you know, she says, "Look, I'm not heading out for a drink." You know what I'm saying? She goes on to say, uh, "Who else is this?" Uh, someone else says, "I I see no issue in going to a friendly outing with coworkers. No rule says that you have to drink either. He might have intentions on seeing your personality come out." 
more when you're not in work mode. That is the perfect answer. I said that on on uh, online. You know, shout out to Ricole. Perfect answer right there. No problem with that. You know, he just wants to see you in a different environment. You know, that's what it is right there. What else? Let's see some other responses. Um, someone else says, you do not go. Say thanks, but no thanks. Same reasoning as the other young woman. Um, another woman says, no thank you. Laugh out loud at the way he looks at me. He can put that where over there with the other chick. You see what's happening? It's This is all coming from past negative experiences. Let's look at one other situation. This is actually a good point. A young woman says, I've stopped drinking alcohol, so going to a bar would be pointless. Now, that's a good point. As for the lustful comment, women are lustful too. Just because you're saved doesn't mean that your flesh will suddenly disappear. In fact, I realize it more than ever uh, before what my flesh wants to do is contrary to the spirit. That being said, I think the man in this question finds the woman to be attractive. Nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing about alcohol. You know, ladies, do not get caught up in the wording and technicalities. You know, the technicality is just, I mean, it's, hey, let's go out for drinks. Now, you may not drink. You know, just because you're going out for, quote-unquote, for drinks, that's just a term. It's just a phrase. You're a grown woman. If you don't drink, then you don't drink. Just because you go out for drinks doesn't mean you have to go to a bar. You can go to TGI Fridays and have drinks. You can go to Hoolahan's. You can go to any restaurant in the world and have drinks. Most restaurants now have become hip to the game because they know happy hours are, you know, big money makers. So the restaurants are now having, you know, happy hours where you have drinks. But guess what? You can go and have a Sprite, go and have some wings. Shoot, my wife is pregnant. But, you know, she just went out to happy hour recently, and, you know, obviously she didn't drink. So there's clearly nothing wrong with, quote, unquote, having drinks with a bunch of friends. Do you see the the point with this, Courtney? Yes, I do. That was a really good question. Really good yeah. learning experience. Yeah, and this is this is really what it's what it's all about is learning and understanding um what we you know, what we as men want, you know, and, and, and not just what we want, but how we go about determining if you're cool or not. If I say, Hey look, hey, I was just thinking you come on out with some friends. Thanks but no thanks, well okay, well alright. I guess I won't you know, I'm just now. How am I looking at you after that, Corey? If you did decline my invitation, I mean, and I was interested in you, am I still going to ask you for a date? Ask you out on a date after you already declined me? You know, us hanging out with some friends? No, not at all. Why would I do that? There would be no reason for me to ask you out on a date after you've already basically turned me down. You see what I'm saying? And, I'm, and it's not even like I'm gonna feel any type of way about it because it's very informal. I'm not going to, like, hate you. I'm not going to start acting shady, but I'm just the interest is just not going to be there. That's why I said you may have, you know, blocked the blessing because that man might actually have turned out to be your husband. And so now and you've gone back to just being single and, you know, not being, uh, you know, viewed in that in that manner. So I just wanted to um, – I'm glad we got a chance to talk about that. Any questions about that or do you think anything was, was unclear before we move on to one more? No, no. Everything was pretty much crystal clear. We can move on. 
All right, cool. Um, what else? So here's another one, another really good one. You've been talking to a guy for a few weeks. You oh, and there's another one, the the uh, July fourth fourth one. I want to do. Uh, we'll, we'll do that one first before I forget about it because I don't have that one in front of me. But there was another one about the holiday. Here's one that I posted. I think on the the, the day of July fourth. You're supposed you've been talking to a guy for a couple weeks now. You like him. He likes you. Da da da. You had plans to go to a barbecue, right? You know, his barbecue, it's the day of the barbecue. You haven't heard from him, Courtney. What do you do? What do I do? Move on <laughs> from it. I feel like if, you know, if he wanted me to be there, then he would have called, you know? I mean, of course, there are, you know, emergencies and things like that. But even still, um, I feel like I still would have heard from him. So if I hadn't, then that means he's doing something else well, I mean, with you someone just said that, Well, you just said there's certain things like emergencies, though. So if it, let's just say hypothetically it was an emergency, then then you wouldn't have heard from him, right? Eventually I would have, but I don't know. With that, I'll just I'll stick with my answer, though. Just with that, just because it's around the holidays and, you know, if we had, like, plans set and I I didn't hear from him, like, at all, then I would just take that as him not being interested and just move on. You know, I apologize. It's 12, I said, because I don't have the question in front of me. It's the day of, but it's 12 o'clock the day of. What do you do? Do you call him or do you just not call? You You just, you just wouldn't call? You just keep it moving? I I don't think I'd call. No. Here it is, right here. I just found it. You have plans to hang out on July fourth with a guy that you've been talking to for a few weeks. It's twelve o'clock the day of, and you haven't heard from. Him. What do you do? Let's hear. Let's see what the uh, some of these other responses were. Courtney said she would just not call at all and just assume that he's uh, you know not interested. Let's see what uh, someone else says. Someone else says I would call to see if he's okay. If he doesn't answer or show up then I would continue with my day. Let me just say this. This is actually, I'm just going to say it, put it out there, spare you guys the suspense. This is the perfect answer right here, okay? No offense to Courtney or anyone else on this. We're going to read some other answers. But this is the perfect answer, and I'll tell you why. As Courtney said, there are some things in life like, uh, you know, emergencies and you know, if the bar, I mean, it's, if it would now, if it was seven o'clock, then guess what? You got played. You know what I mean? Like, if it's five o'clock, you get guess what? He ain't thinking about you. You got played. But we're talking about twelve o'clock. I know there've been times I've gone out Friday night, you know, and not woken up till twelve o'clock, or just you know had things to do. Maybe he was helping my mom with something. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe the barbecue was at four o'clock. Maybe we, depending, there's not enough information here to really make a, a accurate decision because if if our plans were, you know, to meet up at six o'clock, then twelve o'clock really isn't that big of a deal. Now, if I was supposed to take you out for lunch, and it's twelve o'clock and you well, then that's a big deal. But you see, it's all relative. But just you know, all things being equal, twelve o'clock in and of itself, I don't know. Maybe I was helping. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe I was in a car accident. Maybe I just was at the barber shop for three hours. You know, maybe I was in the chair. Maybe I was playing basketball. You know, I know I've 
I've, I sometimes Saturday mornings I run ball with the fellas from you know meet up at ten, have plans at three o'clock. You know, my cell phone's in the car. My cell phone is in the gym bag. I'm running ball. We're playing eight straight games of full court. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even looking at my phone until 1230. Did you factor that in or no? Not really. No, I didn't. Mm-mm. You see how that could be a problem, jumping to that conclusion that he's just not that into you? Mm-hmm. It could be a problem. And for a lot of you guys who, who made that same came to that same conclusion, you got to look at where that comes from. Courtney, you ever been stood up? Yes, I have. Most women have. You see, that's where that comes from. It comes from the hurt and pain associated with being stood up, with having your, getting all dressed up and having nowhere to go because he didn't call you, he didn't even call to cancel or just no call, no show, so you don't want to have that happen again. So next thing you know, you're guarding yourself. You have a wall up. Oh, okay, I'm not going to deal with him because I don't want to get played. Well, what you're doing is you're basing your future interactions with a man based off of past bad experiences, which, as we all know, is emotional unavailability. You've got to chill with that. You see what I'm saying? You've got you to gotta let that guard down. Hey, call me. I want you to call me because guess what? That shows interest. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's good? What time are you coming through? Just want to make sure we're still on. What that does is it puts you out there. And a lot of women don't want to be out there in no man's land because that lets me know that you're thinking about me. That lets me know that you're anticipating spending time with me. A lot of women have put themselves out there and not gotten that back in return. It doesn't feel good. So you say, you know what, I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to call him. I'm going to wait for him to call me. But with that, the problem with that is that's emotional unavailability. That's having a guard up. That's not being you. That's only showing a portion of you. Do I want that? No. I want you. I want to know the real you. See what I'm saying? You can't be worried about that. In that situation, Courtney, wouldn't you have been, you would have felt awkward letting him know that you were anxious to see him, wouldn't you? Yeah. So I definitely am going to do some self-reflection on that because, like, I admit it. Yeah, I've been stood up before, so, Yeah. So be like, oh wow, I had to put myself, you know, out there. But that's that's how you get to that point. Right. Vanessa gave the perfect answer. That was her. I want to I want to celebrate oh, okay. the the Vanessa. She says I will I will. She said I will call him. She says I'll call him to see if he's okay. You know, if he doesn't answer or he doesn't show up, then hey, I'm gonna continue on my day. No, she's not gonna trip about it. She's not gonna sweat it. She's not gonna waste her whole day on him. But she is gonna call just to see what's up. What that does is it lets her know that it lets him know that she's interested, you know, and she's and she cares about his well being. Because let's just say hypothetically, I did have an emergency and we were supposed to chill, Courtney. I'm sitting up there in the hospital, I get no missed calls from Courtney. You didn't even care about what happened. Am I gonna still look at you as a wife? No, not at all. You didn't even care about me. I'm sitting up there with a broken leg. You, and you, but you know, and this is good. This is a good example. You know what this? What this? Uh, <laughs> what does Terry say? She says, "I'll get a bowl of ice cream and continue to watch the Kardashians, since that's the type of lifestyle I've apparently adapted to my life." <laughs> Just kidding. What I would do is get myself back into my Bible with a cup of coffee and keep it moving in that direction. That person has no business being in my life. Any dang, 
Yeah, they, <laughs> hey, she, the dude talking about some. It ain't nothing to cut a a chick off. You know, evidently it ain't nothing for y'all to cut a dude off. Shoot, y'all y'all cut a guy off quick, huh? Y'all don't look one wrong move and he's gone. She says he has no business being in in my life in any. Why? Because he's a couple. He just didn't call you by twelve o'clock. Oh, all right, that's okay. Let's see what else. What other responses we got here? Uh, Christy says, "I would politely call and leave a message to make sure that everything's okay. If he does not call back, I would not worry about it. Uh, the fact that he does not call back makes or it shows a lack of respect, and that he's more more, more than likely with someone else. If he calls the next day, I'd confront him about it and tell him it's best to not call me about." Call me again. I like that response, and I'm, as I said in the thread, uh, the only problem I had with it was the confrontation aspect of it. But calling and politely leaving, leaving a message to see if everything is okay, that's perfect. She said she would not worry about it. That's also good. Um, if he doesn't call back, it shows how you know where you stand. So you already know where you stand in the relationship or the situation. But the the problem with it is the next day if he calls, ladies, if you ever get to a point where you come to a conclusion that you no longer want somebody in your life, that's for you to know and for them not to find out. You don't have to confront them. You don't have to explain to them. What do you tell somebody who you no longer want in your life, Courtney? To stop contacting you. That's it. Just don't contact me anymore. That's it. You don't have to say why. You don't have. And you shouldn't say why. Doesn't. It's not their concern. It's just please. You know, I'd appreciate it if you would not call me anymore. And that's that. Keep it moving. So, but the, you definitely want to call. Okay. Not. A, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You want to make sure um, that he's okay. Um, what else we got here? Terry says I would not call to see what's up. It's twelve o'clock. That's the middle of the day. You've been talking for a few weeks, and he hasn't taken you out. You're not looked at as wifeable, so what's the point of calling? I think we've talked about what the point of calling would be. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I mean, pretty much those are like the main answers. Ladies, it's all about letting the wall down. Let the wall down. Let the guard down. Be yourselves. Most of you are very beautiful, loving, caring, nurturing women. But because of past hurt, pain, and resentment, you have adopted a negative, bitter, mean, uncaring way of being as a a method of protecting yourself from being hurt. That will that will not lead to anything positive. Okay, you don't want to you don't want to do that. Just just be yourselves. Um, recognize that everybody is not out to get you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is not targeting you for sex. Some people are actually, um, you know, looking at you as a wife, and things happen. You know, things happen. I mean, I'm, I've am i always been a pretty punctual guy. I like to confirm things, but, you know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes men are running a little late. And I just think back to all those, like I said, the, the gym, you know, you know, maybe I decide to run out run some errands, help my mom with some stuff. It could be a number of different things. So just think about that stuff. Any last thoughts on that one, Courtney, before we move on? 
No, but I, I did. I really, um, I did like that one. Well, I like all of them, but that one specifically because that that really spoke to me and just some things I need to work on within myself and just as far as you know, not being afraid to be vulnerable. Nothing wrong with that. Right there, you go. That's the key: being vulnerable. A lot of women, you know, and this is. Let me just say, I mean, a lot of y'all have really. I give y'all credit because I mean, you've been through some things. You know what I mean? Like you've really been through some, you know, some hurt, pain, resentment, and you're still standing. You know, you're still here. You're not broken. You know, you um, you know, you haven't given up, and uh, you know, so like, so that that takes a lot. I'm not saying it's easy to overcome a lot of that stuff. A lot of these losers, these bastards out here, um, who who play games with your emotions, but you have to find a way to let that go. And then just be open and upfront and vulnerable. A lot of one woman, I, she got mad at me. She, she it was one of the most awkward sessions I've ever had in my life. I was saying that you know I feel like I was saying you know I feel like you have a little bit of a wall. But she had a wall up with me, and I was just like well, you know imagine the wall that you would have. A, I don't have a wall up. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I said, how do you feel about being vulnerable? I ain't being vulnerable for no man. I'm like, wow, okay. I said, really? How come? She said, because vulnerability is a form of weakness. I ain't going to make myself vulnerable. Why? So you can hurt me and run all over me, abuse me, lie to me, cheat on me? No, shoot. I ain't being, I'm like, wow, I I wasn't talking about, you know, all those things. I was just saying being vulnerable with your heart, you know, because how can someone love you if you don't make your, your heart available to love or accessible to be loved? You know, she, but unfortunately, she wasn't looking at being loved. She was just assuming that if she was vulnerable, then that would mean that she would be ultimately hurt, which um, is unfortunate. It's kind of like you sit down at a blackjack table. Look, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. Now, I don't encourage gambling, but I'm just saying it's like, don't you hate if you ever go to the casino? You're like, oh boy, you're just going to go and lose all your money. You're like, what? What are you talking about? Like I used to gamble all the time. People like, oh, you going back down to Atlantic City? Why are you, you going to drive all the way down there and lose all your money? Well, last time I, I actually won a thousand dollars. All right, you see what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be, you know, negative Nancy. You know, whether it's about gambling, whether it's about whatever, you want to have a positive attitude. You know, you could either, if you are vulnerable, you're either going to have love or you're going to get hurt. Why not think you're going to have love? You could get hurt. I'm not going to lie, it could happen if you're vulnerable, but why not be blessed? That's that's what having faith is about. And that's what trusting God is about. Let's do one more. I told y'all we were probably going to be here till midnight. I told y'all, but hopefully y'all are having a good time. I know I am. Uh, last one for today. Um, you've been talking to a guy, Courtney. I'll put you in the hot seat. You've been talking to a guy for a few weeks. You last spoke on Friday, okay? It is now Tuesday, and you're thinking about him. You miss him. You had some really good conversations. You know what I'm saying? You think that he might have potential. Um, but it is, you know, last time you spoke was, let's say, Friday night. It's now Tuesday, and you miss him. You're thinking about him. Do you call him, or do you wait for him to call you? What's your thoughts? Go. I'm going to call him. Don't lie to me, Courtney. No, actually, no. Believe it or not, I actually would call him if I'm thinking about him and we're having good conversation. 
question? Yeah, I would. I know it sounds funny because I just said in the other question that <laughs> I'm not calling to see how he is. Um, but, no, in this instance, I would. What's the difference? The difference between the two is that the last situation um, or the last question triggered something that happened to me as far as being stood up as opposed to this one, just, um, you know, being knowing that we have, you know, great conversation and stuff and knowing that he likes me and I like him, then I wouldn't have a problem calling him because so it, it didn't trigger anything from the past, if that makes sense. So because he didn't, so let's say someone else with it, where it did trigger someone something from the past, let's say the same thing happened, you hadn't heard from him all weekend, you found out that he spent the whole weekend with her. What if that happened? Then would you be a little less ready to call? Yeah, who was her? <laughs> like some other woman he's dealing with. Um, yeah, I, I would be. I mean, but to, and to answer the question, that's because I have some things that I'm still struggling with and that I need to work on. So, yeah. Shoot. Oh, shoot. Hold on. This thing is going on. Hold on one second, Corey. <laughs> This thing is all right. My bad. I hit the button on this uh this recording device. My bad. But anyway, nah. You, you like you said. You said it right. You have some things that you need to work on, and you're doing that. And and I would just encourage everyone who is dealing with those same types of issues, those same types of doubts, those types of negative thoughts, skeptical thoughts. You know, you want to work on that because if you're again basing your future interactions with men off of past negative experiences, you're allowing those experiences to influence your decision, that's, that's not good. If, I, if I'm dealing with you, I want to deal with you, not with what you dealt with with somebody else. See, you guys got to realize, I'm, like I told you, I'm celebrating four years on, uh, on, on, on Thursday. Let me get it right or I'll be down on the couch, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be right where I'm at, right here in the basement with the dog. Shoot, get it, got to get it right. Um, but... Our issues, we've had issues, but our issues are our issues. It's not her issues with somebody else. You see what I'm saying? I, I can deal with our issues, and we can work on those. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to deal with something that happened with her 10 years ago. That's not ideal to me. You know, so if if you're not calling because of something that another man did to you, you're now making your issues the issues that the two of you would share together, and that's not cool. That's unacceptable. Let's go to the phone lines. I see a call from the 760 area code. Welcome to the Data on Talbert Show, Advice Mondays. Hey. What's up, Data on? Hey, what's going on with this? This is Terry. Oh, Terry, what's going on? What's your thoughts? Well, I was listening to your response on my response on that thread there. I'm trying to redeem myself now. Okay. Well, let's, do you see where I was coming from with that, though? That how calling him is so not is, a horrible idea, and how it would actually reveal your vulnerability. I think what is confusing me about that question, as well as the question that you put up, I think it was today, was the few weeks. Like at the beginning, you said we're talking for a few weeks. So if we're just talking for a few weeks. I guess, you know, to me that implies that we're just kind of every now and then chit-chatting. And and I was under the impression, whereas if it just stays there after a few weeks, it's really not going anywhere. 
it's not wrong. I mean, like he's kind of waiting for his opportunity to, you know, to to get it, get it in. I mean, I don't think there's enough information to assume that he's waiting for his opportunity to get it in. You know, like if there were some other red flags in this question that I put in there, then I could see you coming to that conclusion. But there's nothing in here that indicates that he's targeting you for sex. There's nothing indicating that he's playing you. You know, it's just okay. basically... If, if we're just talking, I mean, like, so if we're just talking for a few weeks, and to me that then on the positive note, like, that could mean, you know, we're chit-chatting every day or every other day, and we're having, like, some good quality conversations, and maybe we have plans on the 4th of July, and we talk the night before. Then, so yeah, I'd call him by 12, and be like, dude, what's up? You know, I thought we were going out. I thought we were going to do something. What's the plan? What, you know, what's the deal? Because takes me, you know, a while to get dressed. Not, not that long, but it does. So, you know, what's the plan? Yeah. Otherwise if I mean yeah, I would call him in that circumstance, but if if um you know, if I hadn't talked to him for a few days, like he mentioned, let's say, you know, Monday, let's do something on New Year's I mean on fourth of July and I didn't talk to him that whole week, then yeah, I wouldn't call him that day then, right? Wouldn't I just you see what I'm saying? Right. You know, but yeah, you don't want to um, mix the two questions because they're they're totally like the one is you spoke with them on Friday, and it's now Tuesday. Friday to Tuesday is not a horrible. It's not like the end but of the world. The it's not. But this is the weekend, like a quality time to like if he's not calling me at all on the weekend from Friday, and I still don't hear from him by Tuesday. To me, that's like. You know, and then I become the, well, I was the Tuesday, like literally the Tuesday chick, you know, like the Tuesday woman. So, of course, that's past issues coming through. But, yeah, I mean, I would think he should be, you know, I should be with him or talking to him during the weekend. I mean, isn't that prime time for dating with the weekend? But see, you're you're reading too much. You're not obviously you're reading too much, but you're fast forwarding. You're, you're not at that point yet. You're not even dating. You're just getting to know each other. Oh. Okay, I don't know. I'm totally confused. You, you forget. I'm in the wilderness still, so. I'm still Let me push you. Answering these questions right now. No, 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 no. You should be. No, I want you to because there's. Don't be afraid to answer. No one be afraid to answer. The fact. Let me tell you all something. I'm put you on hold real quick, uh, uh, Terry. Here's the thing. I want to come back to you, but aside from everything else, everyone who's listening to this show right now. Everyone who participated in that thread or didn't participate in it but at least paid attention to the thread, you're all better off, you know, now, as opposed to people who didn't even answer or who just ignored it or who just, you see what I'm saying? Because you now have the knowledge. We're having the conversation. This is how men are are thinking. This is what's going on in our minds. Let me just clarify. One, you like it's kind of it kind of goes back to that first question where, I want to see if you're someone I even want to go out with. Like, let me give you an example. Let's say I would go out. I go out with the homies. I get five numbers that night. So, and I literally got five. So over the course of that week, I would literally be calling, you know, different women to just have, you know, little conversations just to kind of see if I wanted to have a second conversation with them to see if I wanted to have a third conversation, and then to ultimately see if they were somebody I even wanted to take out at, at all. You see what I'm saying? So let's just say if it's only been a couple weeks, you got to look at that for what it is. It's only been two weeks, meaning I probably got your number, let's say, on a Saturday, 
I talk to you, let's say, on Wednesday. I maybe talk to you again on, say, Friday, and then I didn't talk to you that weekend, but then, you know, I hit you up on, on that following Tuesday. That's not out of the question. That's not. There's nothing wrong with that. You see what I'm saying? But after those couple conversations, after those three, four conversations that went well, now I've made a determination that I actually want to take this to another. So you got to realize in this situation, I didn't say this, but most likely in this equation, we probably haven't even been out yet. Because, again, it's only been a couple weeks. We've just been talking. The problem would arise, I think what you guys are fast-forwarding to or kind of jumping to is, I think this is where you tell me what you think about this, Terry, is you're thinking we've already done that. We've already been out maybe a couple of times, and we've been talking in that capacity. Like, I like, I've taken you out. The date went well. We continue talking. Maybe I saw you again in that second week, the following weekend, and then after that, we went another. I went a weekend without talking to you. Is that? It sounds like that's what you were thinking about. Right. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I mean, that makes sense. And plus, I'm thinking too. I mean, if someone is asking me out and I am emotionally emotionally available, then I'm so relaxed, anyways. You know, what I mean, like I know. I know now if somebody was to come to me now, like that wouldn't be the man from God. But if somebody was to come to me when I feel, you know, that I'm I'm ready and I'm emotionally available, that I'll be so relaxed. I don't even have to be worrying about, should I call? Should I not call? Should I do this? I'll just be, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see, be able to see the signs and I'll just be able to relax and say, yeah, I'm thinking about him at 12 o'clock. I'll call. Yeah, see what's up. I think that's Very kind of the point. But yes, Terry, not to cut you off because just we were short on time, but that is now you're talking because that's what it comes down. The hope, what I want people to take away from this question above everything else is bottom line is get rid of the games. If you're thinking about me, if you miss me, then call me. Don't If you have to think, ladies, if you're talking to somebody, it's an easy rule of thumb. If there's somebody that's in your life, and you have to think about, like you're thinking about them, you miss them, but you have to question, should I call? You're emotionally unavailable. You know, or that's someone who you don't even need to be dealing with in any capacity, which would mean you're emotionally unavailable for attracting them in the first place. You see what I'm saying? You like somebody, you call them. Because the moment you start thinking about, should I call, should I not call, you, that means there's a wall up. That means that's a certain game. Bottom line is, if you, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if I miss you, I'm going to call you. Not, I'm not even going to think about it. You're on my mind. I'm not going to factor in, okay, who called who last? Well, it was Friday night at 12 o'clock when I last spoke to you. You told me you were going to. And a lot of people, a lot of women do that. Like, wait, so, so when he calls me, I'm not going to pick up. I'm going to let him get my voicemail, and then I'll make him call me back. But if he doesn't call me back, then I'll wait a day, and then I'll call. No, like, all that is a game, and you'll be single. You play those games, that's the worst, you're the worst possible woman. It, just lose all that those games, lose the thought process, just do it. You know, that's it. Just like the slogan, just do it. You want to do it, then do it. You think about it, it becomes a game. Okay? Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think what Terry was thinking about, she was thinking about if they were already talking. Now, let me just be clear. If you're talking to somebody, you've already been out on a couple dates, you've been dating See, talking to somebody and actually dating are two different things. You've been out on a couple dates, you really like him, you think he really likes you, he's going to want to talk to you. If you've already gotten to that point, 
and you it's Friday night, Friday to Tuesday, then yeah, he's probably playing you. He's probably out at the club getting more numbers. But I know I've taken road trips. I know I've, you know what I'm saying, There's no, you have no claims. You have no nothing after a, like a week or so. Because, again, he's still filtering out the other numbers from the past weekend. You see what I'm saying? You still, you, we don't even know if you're going to get a second call, let alone a, a date. I've, I've had one conversation with a woman I met, one of seven women. What are you going to do, talk to seven women at one time? No, of course not. Some of those women are going to get one phone call and then delete it out the phone. Right? So you don't even know where you stand at that point. If he continues calling, then you know, all right, he's probably feeling me, and then I should be probably speaking to him. We should be, I should be expecting a date, and then after the date, if things go well, then I should be you know, hearing from him on a regular basis. Guys, we're just about out of time. Courtney, you know, thank you for being here. As always, great points, great comments. Uh, thank you guys at home for being here. I, I, you know, as like I said, it's been one of the, the longer shows that we've done just because I knew we had so much to talk about, so much that I wanted to get done. Um, real quick, like I said, about 30 seconds left. You need, if you need clarification, I'll just say this. You need clarification on anything. You want clarification. You didn't do as well on, on any of these uh, pop quizzes as you would have liked. You know, you, your thoughts are different from, you know, what you heard me saying, what you heard Courtney saying, then, uh, you know, definitely uh, reach out, 855-55-DAYDON, and, uh, you know, get some clarification, get some help. I appreciate you guys for listening. Another great show, classic show. I'll see you all next time. Peace. Great men who